What's up, party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy, and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. What's up, guys? Recently, I've been working with an incredible company called Quiet Media. Quiet Media create beautiful video reels, vocal reels, self-tapes, music videos, and many, many more. So if you're looking to capture your idea on a video or via audio, then Quiet Media is for you. Go to quietmedia.co.uk or find them on Instagram at quiet underscore media. That's quietmedia.co.uk or at quiet underscore media. Also, don't forget to tell them that you're from the Ins and Outs podcast to receive that special luxury treatment. I promise you, you will not regret investing in this company to help you capture your imagination or your creativity. That's quietmedia.co.uk. Pow. The Ins and Outs Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to my friend, Mark Hellward, a.k.a. Marcel, as you'll find out in the podcast. In this episode, he tells us about his very, very diverse career, going from being a professional basketballer to being on a Nike advert, the face of JD, to being on the TV show Bump and Grind back in the day, to winning Dance X, to being on Britannia High and Waterloo Road, being an actor, and then to playing a lead role in the West End for Cats. We have a great chat. He tells us some cool stories about traveling with Rihanna and uh, what it was like having some fun and games backstage with her and how he almost, almost stole her off Chris Brown, a.k.a. CB Breezy. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a great time chatting to Markel. Um, please, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. If you don't leave a good rating and review, don't leave one at all. Five stars would be wonderful. Also, please share the podcast with your friends. Share the episodes that you listen to on your Instagram stories. Share the podcast with everyone. The more listeners, the better it is for all of us the more guests I'll be able to get on. That would really, really, really help me and I would not be able to thank you enough for it. Thank you for all your support, fam. And here is Markel Ward. Boom, and we're in. What's up, bro? How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm very good. How's uh, how's lockdown treating you? Uh, lockdown, wow, yeah. 3.0. Three point oh. Listen, Manchester. We've been in it since since March. We've not actually gone outside. Nah. <laughs> but you know what? It's 
I'm I don't want to sound like that guy, but I'm that guy. Last year was a great year, you know. Bro, I, I said the same thing. <laughs> everyone, everyone was like, oh, I hate this. And I was like, I'm having a great time. This is what I'm saying. Listen, I bought a house. I got married. Congratulations. My, my congratulations. Daughter, thank you very much. My daughter turned one. Like, congratulations. I bought two cars. <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> well, the other car set on fire. That, that's, yeah, that's not so great. But hey. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, it's been a great year. I mean, I was in a flat last year. Yeah, yeah. With with my wife, I well, she wasn't my wife at the time. On my daughter, yeah. Now I'm in a three bedroom house with a garden and a front 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 like like garden, and everything, driveway, all of that jazz, and a garage. Which I just need to fix the window so I can do dancing in there because it's raining. <laughs> yes, bro, that's sick, man. That sounds great. I had a good year too last year. Like considering the circumstances, I was meant to go on tour in April. We we're meant to open, and obviously we didn't. And I don't know. It was kind of like the first two months was like all right let's see what happens like just play this out and i just kind of accepted the fact that this is going to be a, a for a while so instead of waiting for i guess to be released you know what i mean back into yeah. the the world i was like okay how can i adapt and make this world this new world we're in benefit me like how do i thrive in this environment you know yeah so i was like just diving into like like I started learning tap dancing, which I have been slacking super hard since the world opened again. But like over the summer, I was tap dancing, like dove into the podcast, bro. Like was doing great episodes with great people. Like I just was like, let's make the most of this. And it sounds like you did the same thing too. Yeah, I've, you know, I've been I've been trying. I've definitely been trying. My daughter has kept me on my toes. Um, she's teaching me life again mm. from a different perspective, and her. Her passion for learning is ridiculous. So I'm like, let me just feed, feed, feed. Like, and I'm like, but you shouldn't know this at that age. Like, keep going and here you go. Here you go. And yeah. Because the way I see it is, I want her to be able to look after herself even if I'm not around. Mm-hmm. And thrive in life in the sense mm-hmm. of she's not going to be stupid. She's yeah. going to do what she needs to do and not be reckless but obviously you can't go this is my child this is what she's gonna do i can give you the tools i can give you the faith i can go listen you know right and wrong it's on you mm, that's you know dope I mean? yo it's crazy to think you're a dad now <laughs> I know, <isn't> it? <laughs> like it's so weird to me like what well, i've known you since i was 18 i'm 30 now so like 12 years i would say around then right like i remember i come to stay with you in manchester when i did like one of my first jobs for jk dance like a crash in your house like i don't know and now to think you're a dad that's that's crazy <laughs> i know listen i i my agent tried to put me up for a dad role last year they said like he doesn't look like a dad and she's like he's got a one-year-old daughter. <laughs> we're like thank you very much <laughs> you know, I was, yeah. <laughs> but do you know, do you know, what killed it for me. Um, I was looking back at early last year pictures and the year before, because like when my wife was pregnant, yeah, right. There was a thing called, you know, like you know, you put weight on too, like you know. I got fat. Obviously I, not fat, but on this. No, the no, scale no, of Markel. I got fat. I'd never, yeah, yeah, on the scale of, but I'd never. I didn't even realize at the time neither. But I went to um, what's it called now? Um. Was playing in Manchester Opera House. I went to their press night anyway, and and one paparazzi guy that I know is like, "You've been eating well, innit?" And I was like, <laughs> "I didn't get what he meant." Yeah, that take no. I'm just coming out with a bracelet this time. Yeah, right. And everyone kept going, "Oh, is that the brace?" No, it was actually me. But you know, you just got yeah, yeah it's the, the brace, the brace under there. 
<laughs> and I saw the picture recently and I was like, right, my face looks chubby like no one's business. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's when people go, you look healthy. You like that. Oh, yeah. Is it? <laughs> Best <good> for run. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Cut the toast out on my breakfast. Oh, believe that. My, my wife's like, listen, you're not going to have the, the toast with the scrambled. No, no, no. Listen, just get me the eggs and <laughs> no carbs before any day. <laughs> Yo, how, how has your life changed, like, since you've been a dad? <sighs> a lot. Um, Time. Time is uh, a big thing for me at the moment, like. My daughter demands a lot of time from me, which yeah. is which is fine, uh, but she's self-sufficient in the sense of she'll play like by herself. You'll see her the other day. I saw her with her two dolls, like making them talk, and I was like, "What?" Like she's saying words, like a lot of words. She's only supposed to say a certain amount of words, but she's trying to string sentences together. So mm. for me, I'm like one eye on her, going, "All right, all right, you cool. Let me just quickly just." Because I've been listening to podcasts, I've been listening to reading books, and I'm just trying to level up in a sense of, yeah, I act and I dance and all that, yeah? Right now, that's a bit closed, yeah? Yeah, I've got recalls that I'm on right now, and I'm up for a TV series, cool. But everything's pushed back, keeps getting pushed back. Oh, we'll do it whenever, whenever. But I'm like, I still got to make that income, right? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, I've just been trying to figure out different routes through like online stuff, DJing online, teaching online, private classes and stuff like that. I want to open it up bigger, actually. At the minute, it's just privates. It's just the same two people. And I'm like, they're great. There's no way it twisted. They're great. Something's well, you know, better you... than nothing. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, when you get people going, oh, I want to do it, I want to do it. And it's like no commitment. So I'm like, mm, how do I position myself online? That's what I'm learning. Um, I feel like my mom, in this in this situation where I'm like technology, like <laughs> how yeah. am I navigating through it? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. Do you are you the are you the dad that you thought you'd be? Like, are you like the helicopter parent who's like, watch out for that, don't do this, don't do that, or are you like, I'm gonna let you fall over and see what happens? Because in my head, I'm gonna be that dad. I'm gonna be like <laughs> the one. If like they're crying, I'm gonna be like, uh-uh, you figure this out. Like, I'm not rescuing you. I don't want you to develop that. But it's easy for me to say it because the reality is when it comes, I, I don't know how I'll be. Yeah, I am, I'm a mixture of both. My daughter's a daredevil. She would jump off. We've got a king-size bed and all that, which is so high up, yeah? And she'll jump off it without any care in the world going, dad's going to catch me. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, she likes standing on things for some, I don't know, for some dumb reason. She just stands on anything. Yeah. Her foot control is ridiculous. Before she was able to pick things up with her hands, she could move things with her feet and pick it. I was like, no, nah, you're taking a mickey out of my life right now. But um, I'm at the sense where I, if she does fall down, I'm like, leave it, leave it. Let her get up. Let her get up. She needs to learn. She needs to learn. And mm. She'll just, just get back up. But if you go over while she's fallen, she might play into it. At a minute, mm. she's not. And I'm trying to make her not one of those whiny kids. You know, mm. them ones that grow up later on in life, like, my boss talked to me in a bad way. No, listen, my boss talked to me bad, so I was like, all right, you think I can do better? Watch. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't want it to be sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Well, not wrong with sensitivity, just, just putting it out there. Well it, well, it is perspective, isn't it? It's, we want you to be sensitive, but at the right times. Yes. We want you to be caring and empathetic and, like, yes. you know, loving. Oh, yeah, not, she's that. But not soft. Yeah, 
Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the cotton wool business, like, no, no, no. Especially, especially coming from our industry where, like, you have to kind of be thick-skinned and tough. Tough? That's not a word. Tough. <laughs> tough probably is a word. It's like a tuft of hair, but that's not what I meant. Tough. Um, I think then when I speak to people who aren't in our industry and, like, you know, like you said, like, my boss spoke to me like this and they file a complaint with HR and you're like, <laughs> like, I feel what you're saying, but at the same time, like the shit we get told, <laughs> like when you know you're I'm doing a good job, like oh yeah, man, we ain't got no HR. So Do it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I've had bicep talks. Like, listen, like, could you get an inch in that bicep for this shoot? And all an inch in how long? What two weeks? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Should I try? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's nice, but could you make it nicer? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, isn't it? Yeah. Or we'll call you. <laughs> that is my favorite. We'll call you. I used, to, I used to love people used to always go to me like, like after I did a few shows that like back to back. Oh my gosh, you just walk into shows, innit? No, I do a hundred auditions, get rejected from all of them. And then there's that extra one and that's the one I get. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what makes us tough, you know? And that's why I always think like as performers, we are so much more thick skinned than like not any other job, but a lot of jobs because we we go through such a, a difficult time like we put our our passion on the line and, and our ourselves something that we is a part of us you know it's not like we don't yeah. just go clock in and clock out this is something we've nurtured and crafted and created to put it on the line in front of people and then go not good enough exactly go okay <laughs> go again <laughs> do you know what i mean people don't get that they really don't get that and like I, me personally, I commend everybody in our industry. Everyone that's in the industry, ever been in the industry. I'm like, I have to give you that respect because, like, mm. it, it's not easy. Do you, do you know who I'm like? Especially at this moment in time, like our industry, I feel like we're really taking the brunt of this. Like everyone seems to be getting like saved. Like my neighbor's a dog trainer and he's self-employed but he can work outside and walk, walk his dog and it's one-on-one -on -one with uh, one of the client, you know, like people can still, who are self-employed are still being able to kind of do their jobs. Yes. You know I mean, like builders can still go and build like, yes, there's, there's different like loopholes that people are fitting in. But for us performers, it's like, there's no audience, like nothing. What, what do we do? Like, no, no furlough, no help. Nothing is like, mm, nah. and your documents that they'd say, all right, listen, if you are self-employed, look, sign up to these documents, you'll get blah, blah, blah. Uh, where do I tip? No, I don't, no, that's not, wait, I don't, put that over there, I'm sorry, mm. I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> have you, um, have you seen the, A Tale to Tell? No. So, bro, go and watch it, it's dope. It's on Amazon Prime and YouTube. Uh, do you know Glenn Murphy, Pulse from Twist and Pulse? Yeah. So he yes, directed yes. this film. I, I had him on the show last week, so his episode got released this week. Um, and he made a film from scratch, like nice. directed it, wrote it, everything. That and had like Aston, like flawless, like so many peeps in it. Like, oh my word, that's nice. And bro, he did it from scratch. So I had him on last week. I watched it beforehand, and then he sent me the documentary, and I watched the documentary. And that's what he says is like, and all the cast in it. Lisa says as well, like we've been really left out to dry. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, hundred percent. And they just wanted to give something to cheer people up. And I was watching it, and I was like. Yo, all these people have gone out of their way to do their craft for probably free. You know what yes. I mean? Like this self, yes. it's self-produced to put on this film just to please people and make people have joy and because we love it. And I'm like, bank workers don't do that. Bank mm -hmm. workers don't oh. go. I'ma go and do this today because, you know, 
yeah. just because I want to cheer people up. Like we have such a a beautiful thing that happens in our community. Not always, but like just seeing yeah. that, it really made me be like, wow, like that's when passion really kicks in and it's not just about the, the check or the gig. Thank Whereas you. Like how many footballers do you think are going out to go, I'm going to play for free this week? Nah. Like, and I'm not saying that we should do stuff for free, but it yeah. was just really like endearing to see like, our community kind of, or people in our community come together to give something. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, on the football tip, I did re- uh, commend David Beckham when he went off over to Spain and all that business. Yeah. He gave, his, his whole year, was he gave away to charity. Yeah. He didn't but, even take that. But he's still getting paid from his yeah, other yeah, insults. Yeah. So it's yeah, not the same. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. But he's not going, I'm not going to make any money this year. He, he's it, got, he's got checks coming in every week for uncertain. This is true, but with their the whole making projects and stuff like that, because like I, I like me and my company, we make a few as well. Like we've mm. made a few films, short films, um, and all that. I've wrote a TV series which is sat in my part. It's, it's just sat here. Problem I hear you is, need a white ginger guy for it, right? I I might need you for um um. I've got another one at a present moment in time. I can tell you the name of this one. Yeah, let's Runda, go. It's called Run the Track. Trust yeah, me. Nice this one. But it's a film. This one. It's my mm-hmm. first actual feature film I've wrote by myself. Oh, like, sick. I've, I've wrote a feature film before in the past, which is on Amazon. I think it's still on Amazon with other guys. This is when I was real new. Mm. And they put me in a place where I was with other writers. But the thing was, they were trying to get me to be in it because I was straight from Brit at the time. Just mm. came straight off Britannia High. And they went to my agent, listen, we want this guy for our film. So my agent, like anyone else would do, what's the film? Oh, mm. we don't know yet. She's like, no, 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 no. You got to have him for something we don't know what it is. So then they've gone, can we pay him to write a film? So my agent ran me up and she goes, listen, how do you feel about adding something to your, your bow? Like, you know, adding something yeah. to your talents and stuff like that. Can you write? Can you tell stories? So it's like, I've never done that, but I've got stories. And she's told me the price. I went, yeah, 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 I can do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll figure <laughs> it out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was teamed up with um a great guy, Paul Carrington. Rest his soul, man. He died just after the project, man. Like, oh, um, sorry, bro. But bless him. And he taught me everything. Mm. Everything I know he taught me. Character development, story, arts, all of it. Because I came at it from an actor's point of view. It's like, all right, this is what we need to know. This is what we need. He goes, mm-mm, Pull that back. You're giving too much to the audience. The audience are not dumb. Let them learn. And it's like, oh, pull that out. And was, oh, okay. And then I was like, but the story, he goes, no, no, don't do that for them. You're making it far too easy. Go put something in the middle. <laughs> then yeah. bring it and I was like wow and then because I didn't want to act in it I wanted to see if it would stand up without me being in it mm. do you know what I mean and so I I didn't act in it so I just got paid to do that and then because I didn't want to act in it they shut the doors on me they were like alright thanks bye it's like oh Sabo. so I never knew if it was being made and then I saw them casting stuff and then my Friends actually were in there, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I saw it years later. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was I was a part of the whole beginning of that. And so then they were like, "Oh, he's coming back for a check." I was like, "No, I'm not coming back for no check. I just want it to to to, to thrive." So they go, "We can put your name on this um, story device, like devised by you and all that business." I was like, "I'm not after a check. I just want the project to survive." Mm. And I I am. They invited me to their premiere. Like, cause like I saw the trailer and I went to the premiere and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be sick. And you know what? Yeah, right. It was nice. It was so nice. It was weird seeing it. And the problem though is the two lead characters are me. Uh, it's, it's just me. Like my two split personalities. Yeah. Type things, yeah? And 
Everyone was like, oh, like you really got them in depth. My only thing was they pronounced one of the characters wrong. I wasn't there when they were doing it. The character's supposed to be called Loki. Mm. Yeah. They've called him Loki. Mm. I mean, they both work. Yeah, but yeah. But you, you know what you start watching? But you to know? you, it's that detail where you're like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. who? <laughs> like calling <laughs> Thor, Thor. <laughs> or like you know what I'm saying? it wrong, you know? It was funny, and it was nice to meet the two lead actors. Like, because for me, it was weird to be on that side. Mm. Like, from a, from yeah. And did you get a love for it for it then being on that side? Um, do you know what? It gave me a different perspective. I, yes, I did get the love, but it gave me a different perspective in the sense of like, I wanted to see how they auditioned. Do you know what I mean? That's the mm. bit I want to see because I never get to see that. And I hear from a lot of casting directors like, yo, the people that should kill it. Sometimes mm. don't kill. I'm like, wait, why, why, why? What's going on? And then the ones that do actually work consecutive, they have, they have a, a formula. Yeah, like, but it's uh, a skill, uh, isn't it? Like, it's the same so, as dance yeah. auditions. Like, I've never done an acting audition, but I know just because you're dope on the job, that doesn't necessarily mean you're dope at auditions. Yes, yes. Oh my skill yes. sets. Yes, yeah. And you know what? That was my problem at the very beginning because at the very beginning, I got offered jobs off the back of other things. Yeah, so I went in and were like, okay, yeah, he's good at that. Then I went into an audition. All oh my days, I went into an audition. I went into a musical audition with a CD. No, no sheet music. No sheet music. My Come first on, bro, ever. Even I know that, and I've my never first, had to do it. it. It was my first ever. I, I was like, you know, that where CD was your thing? agent, man? <laughs> I know my agent was like, you did what? I sang a cappella instead, and then the guy on the piano was like, wait, I know that song. It was my girl, so he played it, and I was like, oh nice. my god. Um, I didn't get that job, but hey, yeah. <laughs> I learned. Yeah. So I learned. before we go on to that, what was the what was the film that you were part of, like that you were writing? Um, it's called, called Brothers Day. Brothers, Brothers Day. Day. And did you say that's on Amazon? It sh- should still be on Amazon. It's been on there for a while now. So like, I'm gonna try and find it. it after this, and then I'll put yeah. it in the show notes if people want to find it. Catch it. It's. It, do you know what it is? It's. It's Manchester's version. Yeah. Mm. Of like your kid at home meets adulthood and nice. all of that jazz. It was around that period of time, and Manchester just kept screaming, "We ain't got nothing. We got nothing. We got nothing." And I was like, "All right, I've got better time." You know what I mean? Mm. And this is how I got into doing short films after that. Because while I was doing that, he was um, Paul was showing me how to do it. So then I wrote the secret to dating. Mm. Through my boy Aaron Cobbins, who's from the Spanish Princess, you know, mm-hmm. through him in there, and um, Jermaine Liebert, who's who just did something with um, Noel Clark, um, Naveed Chowdhury, who was in Waterloo Road, and do you know what I mean? So I threw in some, I threw in some mm. good people. I was like, make the work work, please, make the work work. I, <laughs> I was like, it's a comedy, the secret to dating. Mm. So even my mom's like, like, what's the secret then? What's the secret? Because at the time I was single, yeah, my mom's yeah. like. <laughs> So how you got the secret if you're single? I was like, no, no, watch the short. Yeah. You find out what's going on. If there is a secret, or if there yeah. is like, but you'll see every it's it's about four guys, business guys who very successful in their careers, but struggle in their relationships. Ah. And they get to a point where they're trying to turn it around. They're really trying to turn it around and they meet this one person which they believe is the key to them turning it around. So was that about you as well? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right what you know right <laughs> right, right you know <laughs> but then i wrote i wrote my house party straight after that while i was doing it because i was writing a secret feature film called olivia yeah. which to this day i've been writing since 2012 yeah mm. 
I keep going back to it and reading it. The problem with that one is it keeps bringing tears to my eyes. When yeah. I, get to I know where it ends and I'm like, why am I still crying? Like, <laughs> But I just want that one to be just, mm, so I've got to leave it. And I needed to be older to play that anyway. I was yeah. too, at the time. I wrote, I don't know why I wrote it. I wrote it for me in two years time, basically. Um, and um, I wrote my house party, which all oh, my days went off on um, my YouTube page. I was like, really? People actually like that? But they wanted more. And I was like, I ain't I ain't got more right now. Like, you, you're demanding too quick. Like, do you know how long it took me to write that? Yeah, I feel you. The cast was crazy. We had a lot of faces in there. Like, people from a lot of different programs that came through and supported. And it was nice. And that was, again, my production team. Um, Royal Born Entertainment and we was it was nice it was so nice to do but to this day people are still like yo when we get in the next one because that one was 2 2 15 I was like because I've been writing the TV I've been writing the TV series plus that feature film and then mm. I've got these and juggling that with being a dad moving house getting married and like I, I got your I was checking out your re- your your resume your CV earlier don't know why I went to say that what a dickhead your CV, your CV earlier because like I know the things you've done but I wanted to see if there's anything I've missed right and then I was like yo I've missed beer like I was like you've got a gig every single year from 2008 you know what I mean so like even balancing the time to do all these external projects as well as your income projects like yes. you know what I mean like yes. your work bread and butter man how do how do you balance it all? I don't sleep. I don't oh, sleep. L- literally, healthy. don't sleep. I'm <laughs> I, I'm forcing myself to sleep more because I'm more productive in the morning now. I've figured mm. out. My daughter gets gets up early, and while we get a change, she has her her breakfast. I'm just scooting over ideas, and sometimes she might go, eh, yeah, and I'm like, oh, you said yeah, okay. I'll just keep going, stuff like that. Um, and I'm. I'm realizing again with the dancing thing as well. There's, there's, because I, I used to do the competitions. Like mm. last year, I was lined up for a competition every single week. You know, up until mm. um, end of August. That would have been nice. Yeah, like, mixing between the two different companies. Obviously, we don't want to say names, or do we? Oh, we can. This is okay. UDO um, and um, and um, oh no, no, not BDO. Um, uh, street dance. You uh, street dance. Or- or UK maybe you shouldn't have said the names. Oh, awkward. <laughs> I got it right. I got to remember right. them. I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I was I was back and forth. So I was technically booked all last year. Last year was a, a profit. Well, supposed to be a profit year. Mm. In the end, it was a I did profit, but you know, not different profits. Yeah, time. We I think I think we gained time last year. Like yes. if, if time was a currency, like that Justin Timberlake film. Like Ooh, yes. we, got to, we got to we got to get a lot of time. You know what I mean? Like for me, I got a lot of self-reflecting time. I got a lot of time to think about where I was at in my life and the choices I was making. And are they are they feeding my journey for like where I was in that very moment, or were they helping me with my future? And they weren't helping me with my future. They right. were just like, this'll do for now. And I yes. was like, but I don't want to just do well for now. I need to start planting seeds for the future. Do you know what I mean? So I made lots of life changes, like about yes. like career and like what's my goals and what I'm working on. Like I was planned on never dancing anymore. Like, do you know what oh. I mean? And I was just doing dream boys, but not like, like, not like dance dance. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. just this big, short ginger muscly guy who was like doing dream boys. And I was like, yo, I don't want to just be that guy. Like yeah. I've, I've, I've over four years, I became that guy. 
because it was good money and it was consistent work but I was like that's not what I love like that's not who yeah. I am that's not what feeds my my passion and drive you know so I, I love like, your dance like I read right I've always loved your style of dancing from day I just say that anyway yeah right because mm. you're like me we mix styles yeah saying we're not afraid to mix that obviously I can't mix much no more uh, as much I'm not allowed <laughs> but like when I see you dance I go, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I saw a video you put on Facebook because you got your company and all that, yeah. which is nice. That's nice. I, I need to keep telling you that. Um, and your routine you threw in there. I was like, oh, just the first two counts got me. I was like, oh, there we go. We're in. Yeah, We're man. in. It was nice. It was nice. And I, I feel like in our industry, people are too scared to compliment other people. Bro, I tell people, I've got this thing at the moment and it started over lockdown where I'd like, if someone did something great, I'd message them and be like, yo, that's dope. You inspire me. Like, and I, I, we're not nice enough to each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, we're yeah. not nice enough. We're so proud. Like, granted, I'm also the people that I think are whack. Sometimes I want to call them out to have to stop myself. <laughs> but like, like I messaged Anton Troop just being like, because he really inspires me and I had him on the podcast and I watch his work and I was like, yo, I lived like, a few streets from you from three years and I never got to spend enough time with you and tell you I respect your hustle and I respect yeah. what you do and he was like thanks bro like that means a lot and I was like it's cool like that cost me nothing but I just nothing. needed to let you know like it's nice though that... thanks for being you because at the moment be you being you is making me be a better me boom there you go. And what you've just done there, you see that energy you sent him. Now he's mm. gonna send it to the rest of the world. He's gonna send it round. It's gonna come all the way around. Like mm. I believe in energy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's nice. That's nice. I like all We of don't that. do that enough. Like, it's like you hit me up uh, yesterday, day before, about coming on the video. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it was like a nice touch. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like someone's, someone's passed you credit. You're like, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It, and it, it, and is it means my... so much more than like an Instagram like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or an Instagram flame. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, oh, they've actually messaged me, like, and there's words. They took the time to put these words. And there's yeah. something to it. And you're like, oh, okay, that's dope. Like, we don't do that enough anymore because we're so instant, right? We can just go like, I liked it. I did my job. That's that's the thing. That is the thing. I mean, I remember that from my birthday. Like, it was mad. Because, like, you, your birthday, you're like, right, okay, okay, okay. No one's commenting. Why are you not commenting? Let me go to the lights. Oh, you've liked it. Okay, okay. Yeah. That means happy you know birthday. I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, lazy. I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to navigate this new way that people are doing things. Like, cause and like our day type thing, we talk. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nowadays, it's like boom, icon, icon, emoji, emoji. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that means everything you're trying to say. All right, okay, okay, that doesn't to me, but all right, cool. <laughs> I feel you, bro. <laughs> take, take me to like your your beginnings, like. How did you get into performing? Because obviously you do so much, right? Like I know you as the guy from, and I'm sure we'll get into it. I know you as the guy from Bump and Grind. And then from the, the singing TV <laughs> yeah. show, what was it? Britannia. <laughs> no, no, not that one. The one, the competition one, when you're in the group. Oh, oh, oh my word. Sorry, Dance X. <laughs> Dance X. Yeah, like I, I knew you from all them, but then I also knew you as like the UDO guy who can play basketball and is in a Nike advert. Like <laughs> there were so many things where I was always a bit like, so what does he do? Yes. You know, cause like you did so much, especially like in the late thousands, early yeah. 10, like you were kind of doing so much. I never could put a pinpoint on what you were, what you did. That's what 
agents were trying to do to me. They were like, listen, stop, stop. I want you to do one thing. And I sort of listened at one point and we was doing stuff. And I was like, why have I got to be in a box? Mm. Do you know what I mean? If I'm doing everything and it's doing it at a good level and we're happy, we're making money, we're doing all that, no one's getting hurt and I'm enjoying myself, let's keep doing that. Why are you trying to make me just go there mm. and have me dream about there? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, so my head would always go, but what about over there? The grass isn't always greener over there. It's just an illusion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, let's, let's get that twisted. But for me, it I was nine years old. Do you know what I mean? Nine years old when I first did anything to do with anything creative. Um, I won a, a, a short story writing competition. Now, this is the guy whose English was not the best. <laughs> yeah, right. My sister, she was English language, English lit. She had that down. I'm maths. I was straight maths. I was like, I don't need words. Just give me, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I won this competition. I wrote a story called Bullying and the Manchester Evening News. I won in the North. And my mum's like, you don't know anything about bullying. What are you talking about? I was like, <laughs> like I see him at school. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And um, so I won a competition like that. So my face was everywhere. Um, I went to different schools to shake people's hands when they won their competitions. And I was that guy that they took around like, he's the face. I was like, <laughs> some kind of celeb back when I was nine. I was like, what yeah. is this? Then I was like, mm, this feels nice. This feels real nice. What can I do? And um, I got into karate. Got into karate when I was, yeah, nine. And by 11, I got my black belt. And oh, wow. one of the youngest for my um, black belt at Rising Star, uh, Rising Sun, sorry. Um, I wasn't allowed to get my second down, which is the second black belt, until I was 16. Hmm. So 11 years old, I'm like, really? I'm going to wait that long? Um, football's taking off for me right now. I'm doing well, yeah? Hmm. But it's cold outside. Hmm. A lot of my friends are getting cut. I'm still good. But I'm now, at the same time as all this is happening, I've just heard about basketball. My last year of, last year of primary school... Um, the Manchester Giants, they came in to teach us basketball. And they were like, this is how you dribble the ball. I dribbled the ball straight away. I was like, what the hell is this? I don't even... They were like, this is how you cross over. I did a crossover straight away. They go, you've done this before? I was like, Mm-mm, this is the first time. They're like, really? It was like, first time. They had this ring and they were like, all right, you only now three dribbles and you've got to get the ball in the basket, right? What I'll do is I'll put the ball in the middle. If I shout your number, you got to run out and get the ball. Three dribbles, put it in the basket. I was the fastest. I jumped the highest and I kept scoring. <laughs> and they kept doing it to me on purpose. They just kept shouting my number to go, you're going to lose one of them. And I kept winning. And I was like, I don't understand this. But I came from the sports ideology of I'm going to be the best. I'm going to win. And I was just dedicated sports in it while everything else was happening. So I trained and I understood coming from the ground up. Do you know what I mean? Working mm. my way up. This is how I got through my back operation in hospital. Mm. And I, I mentally got through it because of not being good at something, but knowing there is a product and product to it. Like if I keep going dancing, yeah, you know what I mean? Knowing that, oh, I ain't got at that style. But if I keep training with this person or keep training over here and keep practicing, I'll get better. Mm. I'll get better than where I am. And then for me, I'm like, that's progress then let me get better than where I am then. And because sports taught me that, I was very competitive with it. And so with the whole football thing going on, as I got older, I got to about 14 or something, 13, 14. And they were cutting my friends from Man City at this was at the time. 
And I used to wear my Man United top to training. And they're like, listen, mm. you are not wearing United top to training. If you're going to wear United top, you've got to run around the field three times. I was like, all right, cool. Mm. I'll wear this top. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never got were, scouted for United, but hey. Were you with Man City Youth? Um, wasn't signed. We was mm. just, you know, we were allowed like to train. Academies, all yeah. Of that. yeah. So that was nice. I got a game. I did get a game in that, but mm. bench. Came on the last three minutes, but hey, yeah, um, <laughs> it happens. Um, Wing, I like to call it. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, they just loved how fast I was, and I was both footed, and you know what I mean. So they didn't understand where to put me. I was a striker. I knew I was a striker, but I started off on the left wing, thinking I was Ryan Giggs. Then I thought I was Andre Kanchelski, and then I was like Eric Cantona. Ooh, and then Andy Cole came, and I was like, mm. alright, I'm settled. Yeah. But then I sold out my team for Ian Wright. It was the only thing. I was still a United supporter, but I supported Ian Wright as well. I was yeah. like, just him, not the team, just him. Like that. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I I would be getting a lot of noise through the football and the basketball. And at the time, my high school that I went to, um, I was captain of the football team. And basketball, I played for every year above my team. I was in first year, I played for the fifth years, fourth years, third years, and second years, and never played for my year. In first year I didn't have a clue What I was doing What the rules were I just knew I could take the mick With the ball Mm. And put it in a basket And That's all I knew I could do I could give you those passes Where people I I don't know I used to see things That I didn't understand People didn't understand Like you know When you're dancing to a beat Mm. And there's that There's that extra in there And only if you got that ear Like You you can hit that Mm. That's what was happening I had that ear. I had that. We called it point guard vision with my boy Stefan. Shout out to Stefan, man. He's crazy right now. Um, we call it point guard vision. So we used to be out. If we went out clubbing and you saw that girl that you like from a distance and you're not even looking and all you hear is point guard vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I saw it too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, so it was that. Everything used to slow down for me when I was on a basketball court. Like people would be going slow motion while I was moving fast. And I used to see things like, oh, there's a gap there, boom. And that's how I got to England because they were like, you were just, you were in those gaps. You mm-hmm. had those. And I was like, I don't know how. I just don't know how no one could stop that. And that's not me being, being um, arrogant or whatever. It was just, it just seemed simple to me. Yeah, natural. That's natural ability at something, you know? Yeah. It used to be my therapy though. Mm-hmm. Like going to play basketball used to be my therapy. Like I could have a bad day. As soon as I hit the court, woo! Mm, I'm hyped. I'm the best thing in life feeling. I was the loudest person in the court. Let's not get it twisted. I was probably the shortest at most times anyway. But hey, <laughs> I would dunk. Yeah. And people were like, this guy. I had a basketball game for Manchester Giants against Newcastle Eagles. I think they were going at the time. And there was this six foot five dude. Just kept calling me short the whole game. Couldn't stop me, but just kept calling me short. So in my head, I've gone, I'm going to dunk on you. I'm going to dunk on you. Now, take note, I could only do those pathetic dunks. You know, them ones where yeah. you go, oh, and if someone pushes you, that's it. It's game over. You're not reaching. Yeah, it wasn't right. the Jordan dunk. Speaking ah, of, no. I wore this today because you were on. Yes. I was like, yes. I have to wear a basketball jersey for you today. Yeah. And then I made it all match. Look, I was like, the sliders. The, the sliders. The yes. Yes. <laughs> Mad. I like that. And um, yeah, so, so basically we had a fast break. And he was dead by the halfway line. And I was like, all I got to do is run past him. Yeah. Mm. And go for the dunk. And he'll come underneath me because he'll be trying to get to me. I'm figuring this all out while I'm dribbling the ball. So I was like, I've got him. I'm starting to rise with this ball. 
I'm like, I've got him. Oh my God. I am in the happiest place of my life. I've, I'm saying this is ecstasy right here. Yeah? I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Boom. He's pulled my arm out the socket. No. I've hit the floor so hard, man. And you know, in my head, yeah, all I've gone is, I rate you, mate. Because why would you let a short dude dunk on you? I would never let that happen. If yeah. you did that, I would have lost respect for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I rate you. I was in so much pain, but I was like, dude, I'm there trying to shake his hand in pain. Yeah, right. And he's like, you all right. You all right. I'm like, you did the right thing. Because if you let me dunk on you, nah, bro, you need to pack up, go home. Don't ever come back to this yeah, court you're again. grilled. Right. So, so yeah. So that was the pain for me. But that's what sports used to do for me. And from that, I heard about um, it's dance competition, bump and grind. Mm. Like, Had you already danced before bump and grind? Never danced. Ever? Yeah. Um, two weeks before I danced. Two weeks before. Because um, I was doing basketball. I did the... Ba- Wait, so... No, miss... Go back. Go back. Sorry. I was doing basketball. And then the Nike thing happened. I'm at my mom's house doing a garden and all that. And I can't get hold of none of my friends. Like... I had to drop some of them anyway. Yeah. And they're not about. So then my mom gives me a shout and she's like, listen, you know, there's some competition going on at GMEX. A basketball one and a football one. I was like, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. No one's telling me. I saw the Nike advert the year before and I thought that was dope. I could do all the moves in there. And I was like, yes, if they ever do another one, I'm ready. And I had my own extras that I made up. So then my mom's like, you should go, you know. So I was like, all right, let me finish the garden. Finished the garden, went straight down to GMX. I saw all of my friends out there with a the basketball and they gave me that look like, oh, I was like, what? What, you couldn't tell me? They're like, nah, nah, nah. Do you know what? We're just trying to like, trying to do something. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll be over here. So I moved away from them and I went in the corner and I was doing tricks. So you've got to, you basically, you're just on the floor doing tricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone will tap you on the shoulder and that means you go to the next level. But when I first got there, right? I was feeling bare cooking. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this move. I'm going to do that move. I'm going to do this. And then when she asked me at the door, like, what do you want? I was like, a Frisbee. Just as a joke, you know. She's like, we don't do Frisbees, you know. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll take a basketball. But you let them know I was going to do Frisbee. <laughs> um, so I started doing tricks and I got this tap on the shoulder, like, after one trick. I was like, okay, cool. No problem. Next round, tap again. Two tricks. I was like, all right, no problem. I'm not even sweating. I know people are out there dying. Yeah, right. Mm. When my boy got to the finals with me, yeah, right. It was me and my boy in the finals. He is sick. Let's not get it twisted. Was he bowling as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Any spins, yeah, he's got unlocked. I know that for a fact. All I've got is somersaults and all of that jazz. And I was like, mm. I need to do something with that. Didn't know what. I made mm. it up on the spot. Everything I did in the final, I made up. Mm. Yeah. Um, I saw one guy doing backflips because they were all dancing around us you know on the outside while we we're in this cage and he did this it's like turn for turn like you know throw downs and this guy did a butt flip and he did a gainer i was like mm. so i did it i just did it i i was the adrenaline was pumping never done it before put the ball between my legs butt flip boom grab the ball gainer boom never done it before <laughs> everything just happened anything i saw or wanted to do happened someone was looking down on me going let me give you some powers right now let me just give you some like and they gave me everything. And my boy, who's normally sick at the scales, he messed up. He was messing up. Mm. And I was like, rah, you're sick. But what are you doing? Pressure, boy. And then I went to London. And I was I was in love with this girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put it all out there. I'm going to put my business out there. I was in love with this girl for ages that I worked with. Yeah. My problem is, I'm not that guy, but I want to be that guy. You know, like, 
hey, how you doing? Everyone thinks I am that guy, but I'm not. I'm not. If you give me a look, I'll give you a look back. I'm like, all right, she might come over. She might not. Oh, she's left. Ah, oh, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I was sort of in love with this girl, yeah, right? And um, who worked with me. And she rang me that night while I was in a hotel that they put me in in London with my cousin, MJ. Shout out to MJ. I got a child. JD, footwear guy. Yeah, he's the guy that puts the shoes in the shops. Nice. Get to know him. Um, <laughs> doesn't get me nothing, though. Right. Anyway. <laughs> but... Uh, she rang me that night and we was on the phone from seven in the night. Yeah. Right. Till six in the morning. I'm on set at seven o'clock. No sleep. Telling me, oh, do you know what? I actually like you, you know, everything I wanted to hear. Yeah. Right. Now my mom dropped a little gem on me time ago. Cause I missed the finals of my high school basketball game because of a girl. Yeah. The only time we found your kryptonite, my friend, everything went bad. Everything went bad. So I've gone. I'm never doing things for a girl again. Just not going to do that. I, mm. And she was confessing everything to me. And it was everything I wanted to hear. But my mind was going, dude, no. She after that money. She's after that. No, this is not right. It's she not knows. that easy. I'm on a night commercial and I'm getting paid. Do you know what I mean? So I, I had to turn it down and it hurt me. And I'm on set now and I'm trying to do tricks and I put a hole in in, in there in one of the, the booths because mm. I ran up the wall and landed. And I only did that because I just met Kemrick at this time. Yeah. Kemrick. I ain't know Kemrick. Yeah. Let me just help. Like I met Kemrick. And Kemrick showed me some things. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> he was the other baller. And I was like, you know what yeah that dancing thing is good you know i like that he taught me to wave yeah yeah we went on blue peter together and everything and he taught me to wave and everything and it's like use your chest man well <laughs> you know using your <laughs> chest if the arms have worked but the chest weren't doing nothing and he opened my eyes to dancing now this is the year before bump and grind that's all i got the waves and i just kept going wave that was it for a full year i just did that one wave nothing else and then we're in a nightclub me and my boys and there's a little picture on the wall saying there's an audition for bump and grind and i'm thinking ah oh, kelly my mind's telling me no i was like okay <laughs> and um it's a controversial song now that one. Oh yeah 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 actually yeah i've gone to this audition which was the next day this dance mm. audition we in the club at three o'clock it starts at eight o'clock the boys are like we might as well stay awake i was like i don't know about you but I, i'm gonna get two hours at least you know <laughs> let me just mm. get a two we slept in the car we slept in the car man take note i lived half an hour from the club what sense does it make to sleep in the car why did you not go home <laughs> anyway came back met this guy called craig this was the first time i met my friend craig he stood on his hands upside down and i'm like Oh my god, because I'd never done that before. I couldn't do that, I didn't think. And I was like, and he's just staying still. He's in the corner, not touching the wall, just staying still. And I'm like, nah, bruv, something's wrong here. Nah, this guy's about to destroy everybody. <laughs> I was like, oh no. So now we've gone in, and at this point, as we're going in, because crazy lines, you can look through the window, you can see things. Now I don't know any moves, I don't know anything. I know. What I if I see something, I can do it majority of the time. 
Mm. So I was like, okay, please be my help today. Please work. So we've gone in and they're teaching this routine and she's putting counts. And I'm like, what the hell? The count? Why is she saying one? At- what, what is this? The music went back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean? That's what the music did. You know what I mean? And I picked it up because I was like, this is the, and I kept going, wait, where's that in the music? And she's like, uh, it's just just the council was like no but what's he saying and she's like well he's saying this i was like oh yeah i know the song so it helped i knew the song mm. and then i met alex Steele. Yeah. alex was my light i'll tell you why she was my light so they taught the routine and they said you guys go to the side and go learn it alex knew it yeah everyone knew alex was a professional dancer at this point yeah mm. right she just had a professional contract she just come out of it she said yeah right she's on the side doing the routine. i was like listen you're my friend we're going to do it together. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know me from Adam and she taught me the routine properly. Because I was like, is this? and she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, that's not the bit. And I was like, is it not? She's like, no, this is what it is. So she taught me the quick bit and I was like, oh, thank you. I went back, murdered it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and I got picked. And then my boy who actually dances, who trains and all of that, that's at the time he was training, is mm. like, didn't make it. Didn't make it. It got cut. Um, Paul. Paul Clark. I saw her, yeah, I saw her baiting him. <laughs> I got bait him up. And he's like, yeah, yeah. It, they just wanted one big eye boy. It was me or you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it, it, you know, I, I was like, it's not like, it wasn't, it wasn't out of me and you, but the TV, when they put it together, they tried to show yeah. that. But at the end, I was with another guy when it was the choosing. But the way the TV put it together was mad. And I met Harvey at the time from Soul Solid. That's when I first met Harvey. And we had a little freestyle battle. <clears throat> I still won. I don't care. Um, yeah, yeah. I believe that when I see it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I made it through to London. So I'm like, I'm out here going, London. Everyone's like, so you were dancing? And I was like, I need to go and learn something. I really do. I can't mm. go to London and not. And I can't disrespect dancers. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you blagged it to here. Oh man, I blagged it hard. Like two days it was, and I blagged it. And then I made I made it after the second day. They were like, You go in London, innit? it? Yeah, with Alex Steele. I was like, go. Me and Alex were best friends. I was like, listen, <laughs> we're everywhere together. Um, and then we went Birmingham. That's when I met Laura, I met Laura Gill as well at the time. Like, Laura, yeah, yeah, I've seen her forever. She's in like Dubai now or something. No, no, she's in um Oh, I know where you are. I want to say Norway. I want to say no. I wasn't even close. I don't know. I just assume <laughs> everyone is in Dubai now. Everyone's in Dubai. Now. I knew Everyone's she in wasn't Dubai. in Manchester anymore. Yeah, yeah. Shout she's out not... to Laura and Gil. Laura, yeah. A... She was she was another one that was amazing with the moves. I was like, used to. I was my thing was this. Buster Ram said, if you want to be the best, you gotta be if you can't be the best, be a part of the best. And blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you the best in this room. Let me work with you. Let me stand next to you. I've I've never been that guy to shy away from anything. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I got my ticket for London, and the boys are like, "Yo, Birmingham's happening." None of them drove, so I was like, "You know, what? I'm gonna drive you to Birmingham." The night before, I was like, "Look, I will show you the routine." And when I look back, it did look a bit cocky. Mm. I wasn't trying to be cocky. I was trying to go, boys. This is the routine. Let's all drive. Not. I know the routine. You don't know the routine. Just listen. I'm going to show you. You know what I mean? Mm. That was not what I was trying to do. But I only figured out that's what it sounded like from everyone's response when they were like, nah, I'm all right. You know, I'm all right. Mm. And that's when I realized I was like, you, the way people see things is different sometimes from how I see things. Cause I would try and come from a positive angle. So Mm. if I ever say anything that sounds like it's horrible, 
rethink about it, rethink it. It's never meant to be horrible. And if it does sound horrible, go mark out that that don't sound good to me. Let me mm. rethink it. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I don't believe in being horrible to people, but sometimes yeah. I know when you're in a hype mood and you say things, people can take things wrong. Mm. My mom's always like, she's like, yeah, you can never control how people take things, but just watch how you say, or do you know what I mean? How you I deliver, do try. Yeah. Yeah, I do try. But I drove them all to Birmingham anyway. Drove them to Birmingham. We went to the audition. Um, I was upstairs watching them. Like, we got one already in the building from, he's going to London. Him and Laura, because Laura was there. And I was like, hey, hey, everyone's looking at me like, right, you're the guy, innit? You're that guy. Yeah, I want to be you. And I was like, no, you don't. Trust me. <laughs> you don't want to be me. And then I saw Milton. Yes, I met Milton. Milton, Milton picked that routine. DJ like, Golden Child. He Golden Child. Ticket. DJ, um, he picked that routine up like he made the routine, and I went, "Whoa!" First time around, none, none of this second take, none, just first time pitch. I went, "I need to know him." Listen, if I'm trying to survive this old dance thing in London and all that, I need to know this guy that just went. Oh, is that the routine? Boom! He had the routine tighter than me and Laura, and we've had it for two days before. You know what I'm saying? So I. Introduced myself to Melton and stuff like that. Said I was the big head boy. And he was like, yeah, I like that, I like that. And then we, he was like, come come to Nottingham, innit, yeah? Come to my dance classes and stuff. I went Nottingham, I went dance classes. I, I abandoned Manchester. Take note, everyone's like, you got still got, listen, if I'm going to dance, I need to know. Mm. Went to Milton's, we did dance, and then he went, we need to go London. So I was like, what's in London? He went, pineapple. I was like, I've heard of pineapple, but what, what do you mean? He's like... Get somewhere to stay. <laughs> so I went to see my dad, innit? <laughs> you know, yeah. I ain't seen him for however, but I was like, hey, dad, I'm going to stay at yours. Um, but I'm not going to be here. And we spent days in pineapple. It was flipping expensive. But what, what was that like going to take, like, especially at the time, pineapple was like the creme de la creme of dance, oh, like man. the UK? What was it like from no dance experience or very, very little to go and be in like professional environment? Uh, it was it was crazy because as I left, because I danced with Milton in Nottingham and then they put me in a dance group in Manchester with a woman called Renee Samuels. Oh my God, she's amazing. She was a part of Broken Glass, who like the biggest thing in Manchester and stuff like that. And they, their techniques were crazy. I only had a week with them, but that was my crew now. So uh, I, I got a crew, I got a crew. So now I've gone to another dance class. So it's not technically my first class, but it's technically my first in Pineapple. First person's class I went to, Dax. Nice. Dax. Do you know what? I I loved it, but I couldn't understand. This is my naivety. Yeah, I went in, I'm at the back of the class going, look, why you guys squashed at the front? There's all this room at the back. <laughs> then he started teaching and I was like, oh gosh, I can't see. And then I got hot and I was like, don't get hot. Then I, was, I felt a little panic and I was like, dude, you're panicking. Stop. I'm in my head going, stop. So I went, mm. And I stood still. And he's teaching. Then he goes, you all right? I was like, I'm cool. Give me two minutes. And we're back in the room. He gave everyone a break. I'd never seen that before. This is the first time and last time I've ever seen in the dance class a break. And I was like, yo, um, could you do me a favor? Could you just quickly show it me a minute? So he's showing it me. And I picked it up. And he goes, you got it. I was like, cool. And then I realized I can pick routines up. Mm. I didn't know that. I didn't really, really know that. I knew I could do something, but I didn't really know. Um, I loved how he was teaching because he didn't do counts at that time. He did. Uh, he was doing boom and cats at the time as well. And I was like, oh, 
know. He's giving you rhythm patterns. Yeah, I didn't know what that was at the time. He's always kind of taught that way too, you know. Right. So for me, I went, that makes sense. Mm. When you go one, that's dead. You go boom. You know what I mean? I know that I know that something there's a feel to it. Yes. So at the time, his style, I was like, this is this is good for me. Like I can pick this up. Like, mm. and then I was going over classes. I went to a few ballet classes. <laughs> I went, <laughs> let's not get it twisted. Ballet's good. Let's not get it ballet is the basis of all dance. Let's not get that twisted. Yeah, ballet great. is sick. Yeah. I am um, so I did all of that. I was doing different styles while I was there. And then I came out to Manchester and I had a week to go or two weeks to go before, um, I, no, three weeks it was before I had to be in London for Bump and Grind. Um, shout to to Darren, um, Darren from Company Fierce. He says, you're representing Manchester because my face was in the paper. He goes, you're representing Manchester. I ain't seen you in any of these dance classes before. So you will be in these dance classes with me. Hmm. So, so I, I went, what? So I went to all these dance classes. I'm so thankful for that. He threw me in a ballet class with kids that were 12 years old. They looked at me like, who is this grown man? Yeah, we're doing tundras out here. We're doing all of this jazz. They were like, developing. They were like, is that how you let go? I was like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That. One little girl, she was just trying to mock me though. 12 year old was trying to mock me. I was like, listen, my leg's still high enough to kick you in your head, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. It's not above I, my hip, but it's above yours. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying, right? Mm. She, used to, she used to just, oh man, I was getting bullied in that class by 12 year olds. Like, mm, this is form. And I was like, listen. And she's like, oh, what's wrong with your shape? I was, and that's the time when I was just learning about my curve, like my, my, yeah. my, my low tissue, my dorsi, how it had a spondylosis. And I didn't know this, but she's like, took it in. I was like, I'm, I'm tucking, man. I'm and I got tucking. a booty. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying, right? But I love the discipline in that. I was nowhere near good in that. And I loved that. I was like being the best at stuff, but dance allowed me to go be the worst and learn from the best. Mm. And I didn't ever understand. I, I could never understand how I would accept being in a position of not being good at something. And then, do you know what I mean? Mm. But that position was great because I, I had knowledge being fed to me. Mm. It was so beautiful. I was taking it in. I was taking it in. I was in class twice a week for three weeks. Do you know what I mean? Like just doing ballet. And I was learning some of the stuff they were doing. Cause I was like, what was that? You just said to do this, that what was you moving to? I don't know what you're moving to. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was diff it was different and it was great. And I was getting mocked a lot by the, the, the 12 year olds, but they were they were cool with the mocking. But it made me stronger. And then we went London. And then so what we was went, the show like? The show was incredible. I met Paige the first day. Paige, he was a force. So they've got I used to watch that show when I was younger and be like, yo. I respect yeah. everyone that was on that show. The last 32 dancers that was with us, yeah, right? They're all working. Mm. Every single one of us that was in the 32 is what oh my god. So I met Paige the first day when they put everyone in the same room in pineapple. Yeah, right. So I felt comfortable because I was like, oh, I've been in the studio. So I felt comfortable. And I'm at the front. I made this my my job now. Yeah, if I'm ever in a dance class, I'm stood next to the teacher. I keep getting talking. Just move back a little bit, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's that how guy. close I am. You're I'm that, that guy. guy. Listen, right. I got I I don't care whose class it is, I'm next to the teacher. <laughs> and um, so me and Paige were at the front. And Paige has got this energy. 
And they're like, there's a four count freestyle that you can put in. And he's there thrown in a flip. I was like, wait, how are you getting a flip in four counts? Like, I normally have to prep and then go. He taught me not to prep, just, you know what I'm saying? And so I bounced off him. I learned, I I met Jay. I met Isaac Turbo. Um, Do you know what I mean? I met all of them and them. Yeah. Mm. I met Letitia. Letitia taught me um, inverts. Mouse taught me to do it on a sick level, but Letitia gave me the idea of inverts because she was the girl doing inverts. And I went, listen, talk to me. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm out here going, talk to me. That day when they taught us routines and they cooked bare people, because there was, I think there was 64 of us, mm. and they cut us down to 32. I was the first person that made it. Oh, wait, I got to say, I was the first person that made it through. And on the show to the 16, I was the first person. I'm sorry, it's the only thing I can say because yeah. Turbo doesn't like that. Anyway. <laughs> Obviously, it lasted longer, but hey, uh, yeah. it's, not about, it's not about that. But uh, so there was so much talent around, and everyone had their different styles. And I was just going from room to room, going, Listen, I love your style. What are you doing? Teach me something. I was that guy. Mm. And yeah, so their routines on the show, that didn't bother me. Like it was, I was doing it. And it was what decent. team were you on, Darren or Louie? Um, no, we didn't have teams at the time. Wait. I, it was boot camp in it because yeah, yeah, when you yeah, go true. to boot camp, yeah, Louis was boot camp. I eventually met Louis, <laughs> yeah. and so with I'm learning different skills. But at the time, because I was going around different rooms, they started this rumor about one of the girls in the show with me, and something happened in Manchester in the the beginning. The beginning, not while the show was going on. Mm. And she sort of emphasized, like, yeah, maybe London is the place. And I was like, oh, my days. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now she's getting trolled online. Like, this is bef- this is like before Twitter and all that jazz. Yeah, right. Mm. I, f- I think it was uh, MySpace or something. And the Good producers... Top, top five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Isn't it? Mm. The producers like, can you say something? And can you tell them to stop trolling? Because they were like, Marco would never look at you. And I was like, oh my God, people think I'm I'm, I'm, I'm nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was loving it. She was hating it. I was like, right, I'm sorry. Yeah, I will say something. So I said something. And then they were there was a conversation that was happening. Markel that's dancing on Bump and Grind is not Markel that did Nike. They're two different people. Mm. I was like, no, we're the same people. So we, there was a big, massive argument going on, like about all of that jazz. And then that got squashed. This is all while the show's going on. The producers are telling me to do things. And then, um, so I'm going around rooms at the very beginning. I love seeing people's rooms. If we're on tour, I'm going to see your room. I'm going to see your room. I'm going to see your room. I just want to know what your room looks mm. like. Yeah, whether it's better than mine or not, I just want to know. And so I'm going around different rooms and I'm learning stuff from people as well, dance moves as well, because I'm asking stuff. And that's when they started the rumor mill and that's when it all went on. And Milton was my roommate. We got roommate. And he's like, yeah, he went missing. Yo. I don't know what he was doing. I was like, why is everyone trying to gas this story, man? Come on, TV, let me bro. be. It's a reality what? TV show. Of course they've got to spice it. Well, this is when I learned about all of that jazz. And my problem at that time was I wanted to be camera 24-7. Yeah. I learned not to do that. Yeah, right. But I was camera 24-7. Like, hey, he's here. Oh, I'm interviewing him. Hey, hey, how you doing? You right? You right? You good? Can I get you a drink on him? Uh, oh, Michael, you're here. Yeah, hi. Yeah. I was that dude. And I was like, no, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. So then when the show went on and stuff like that, I'm studying. I'm studying for my um my degree. I already passed uh, my accounting part. I'm on my business finance part. Mm. I'm in the house with my books. 
dancing, studying, dancing, studying. I got my degree as well. So I got a business finance degree and accounting and finance degree. Right. But um, I had to do that during the show. And the whole time during the show, I'm like, I'm not a dancer, not a dancer, not a dancer, not a dancer. Yeah. Then I went to boot camp. Everyone voted me back in telling me I was the sexiest male on the show and I should win the show. I was like, oh my God, I was so gassed. And I made that phone call to my mom. My mom's like, listen to me, listen, calm down. Calm down, listen, calm down. People say things, blah, blah, blah. Don't believe the hype. The minute you start believing the hype, it's over. Yeah. So I went back to ground zero. I had to pull myself back. I was like, yeah, my mom's right, you know. So I pulled myself back, carried on my studies. I didn't know the next round would have been my last round. Do you know what I mean? Went in, did a routine against Milton. I was like, oh, I don't want to go against Milton. I did the routine right. Milton messed up, but he freestyled the section and carried on. Mm. Now, they don't know what the routine was. And they've got Milton's never wrong. Did you mess up, Marco? I was like, no. I didn't want to bait him up and go, nah, he mm. freestyled. But they go, yeah, Milton was just that much stronger. I was like, oh, did the routine. I did the routine. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The, the, yeah. the hurt. And I got voted off the show. Like, I mean, like so that was I, your first, like, no, essentially. Your first, yeah. Oh, like, from, oh. from everything, from basketball. Like, oh, my days. This. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, we had a moment um, the week before when Cisco came in to teach us. I never heard of Cisco before. Everyone's like, you'll know Cisco. You knew, you knew after. Cisco, yo, trust <laughs> me. Cisco did this routine and there was a boom, cat, cat. Yeah. I went boom, cat. And was, where's the cat? It's his hair. Yeah. It was his hair. Count. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that used to be like a superpower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It used to make I, everything look better. I'd be like, oh, my days. His hair did make everything look like crazy. Was, I mean, he was phenomenal. Let's not deny that. Yes, but the yes. hair just was like the cherry on the cake. Oh, man. I didn't know who he was and I fell in love with him. I was like, oh, my God. Yes. This guy. I, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to lie. I had a mini panic partway through his routine because it was, a, I ain't got that boom, boom. One minute will be too late. And I was like, wait, 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 where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? <laughs> and yeah, but he, he'd shown it me and yeah, we did it. But when I went out to Milton, it hit, it hit me. I didn't know it would hit me like that. Mm. And my future girlfriend was in the crowd actually you know on the show we're not going to say no names because <laughs> she did the show as well <laughs> another time but we'll say no names anyway and um so i'm going home now and i'm packed up i'm getting on the train i'm going home and i'm telling myself do you know what i'm not a dancer i'm not a dancer I'm not a dancer I'm, this is how i was trying to cope i'm not a dancer i'm not trying a dancer. to justify it to yourself i sat down on the train and this little girl said to her mom Ah, we're gonna miss bump and grind. And her mom's like, "Who's your favorite?" And she's like, "Marquel." She said my name wrong, but it hit. <laughs> I, I had tears coming down my eyes, and I tried to cover my face from London to Manchester the whole way, so this little girl didn't see me. It hit me so hard. I was like, oh my days. So when I got back to Manchester, oh my God, I got to so many classes. I had to train, 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 train. And things started alighting when I started training because it was like, oh, now I can do this. Oh, now I can do that. You show. And it was mad. The people I met along the way, I did. I was a video whore back around what, what, 2005, what was in all those times. Mm. See me in so many different videos in the background from Anaya Day to Simon Webb to 
DH team. Mm. I was that guy. Um, even the Simon Webb lay hand one, there's my big old hand. I was the main hand. You can tell it's mine because of the, 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 the bump that comes out as well because yeah. I broke my foot. The fat basketball hand. Because <laughs> you got big I, hands too. I thought they were normal size until, nah. yeah, I met nah, everybody. Hands, <laughs> that's why That's why I used to say you could hold the basketball. Yeah, yeah. I could I could palm a ball from since I was 11. Yeah, there you, was, go. you got <laughs> spade hands, boy. Like you and just then, made that glass you drank out of look like a shot. <laughs> yeah. You got like fat, you got big feet, big hands and a big booty and big eyes. <laughs> I've got big feet. Do you know what it is? My torso is the shortest. My dad's side of the family, everyone is six foot up. Yeah. I'm five, nine and a half. Yeah. Right. My torso is short. My legs are of a someone who's six foot one. They said my wing, your wingspan is supposed to be your height. Yeah. Yeah. Technically. My wingspan is six foot one and a half. Mad. What happened? <laughs> That's not your arms, bro. That's your fingers. But <laughs> <laughs> like, so after doing that show, like people started floating towards me. Mm. Like JD Sports. I was the face of JD Sports for a bit doing um, a lot of their campaigns. I did seven campaigns with them. I'll only claim five because two of them, it's just my bottom in it. Yeah, and a pair of McKenzie jeans. Like, really? You know yes. what I mean? Like, not gonna be anyone, but I got paid though, so hey, I don't care. And um, I just remember like when being approached in Market Street, there's a guy coming up to me, like, listen, you're Markel, right? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking you want an autograph because everyone was asking autographs at the time, which was mad because of the whole Nike thing. Like, I gave my jersey away to some girl um after I won the Nike comp, and I don't know who she was. Many years later, I found out it's um um, what you call him? Man City defender. What's his name? Um, wife now. Um, and we became friends, but like, we came friends when she's like, "Do you remember when you came with me, your, your jersey?" And I was like, "No, I just remember a pretty girl asking for my top." And I was like, but, "Do you know what I mean?" Yeah. And we became friends, and like, she's good people. Like, different avenues opened up for me and stuff like that. Like, this whole show made things open up. So from Nike to bump and grind people, like you're coming in autograph and stuff like that. I was like, wow, this is, this is weird. I like this. And then being a face of JD, I like that after just being a face of Nike as well, because mm. they put me on their posters. I was like, this is, this is crazy. So then I had to go stop. This ain't real. This is mm. just now, this is a six month hype thing. It's going to go away. Do you, just do what you love. Don't get caught up in the hype. You know what I mean? If people mm. appreciate, thank you. So I was like, all right, cool. What's your next thing? So from that, I got a TV show. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? We had um, Aisha McKenzie. She helped me out get a TV show in it. Yeah, right. Every Saturdays and stuff. Bringing the streets to you at home. 175. Nice. <laughs> <Sorry>. nice. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. So I would be podium dancing in Cardiff on a Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then go to London straight from Cardiff. Yeah, right. Take note, I'm sleeping in my car. Yeah. Um, to do a show, uh, you know, to do the film. Mm-hmm. And then go, do I drive back to Manchester or do I just go straight to Cardiff? Yeah, right. Because we'll be working on the Sunday. And if I went to Cardiff, I'd have a friend stay at his house, mm-hmm. boom, do the podium dancing on the Sunday and come straight back. So technically, you know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. my life. Podium, show. Find somewhere to stay. Show Manchester. What was the show? Um. Oh gosh, freestyle show. Sick. Yeah. It so was... Were you acting or dancing or? I was a TV presenter. Yo, see, like, how does that just happen? 
This is I I don't know. Like, People were did, like his personality. How did you just then become a TV presenter? Well, because the bump and grind thing, I am I presented it and they allowed me to represent the whole house. Yeah. Ah, so, so you're like the MTV voice. cribs type yeah, thing. Yeah. So they let me do it. So I did that. And they were like, oh, he's good. They kept that on file. And when Bump and Grind had finished, we were still in this bubble. Everything was still going on. Me and the boys went on Nickelodeon because we did a dance competition for Real Ferdinand. Um, I did the singing part and the dancing part with my boys and got an award for both of them. Mm. And from that, people were like, you guys look like B2K, blah, blah, blah. Marketable. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like with the hair, all that jazz that was going on at the time. So they were like, marketable. Now, when I did JD Sports, my boys were on the first campaign with me. And then they put me separately in that campaign on the buses. And they were like, yeah, they're like, I was doing, I was just doing handstands and, and inverts and stuff. And they loved all that. The boys were just mm. cool. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's what gave me the edge because I was doing moves. Mm. So I was like, because my photo shoots were standstill. No, they, and with like freezes and inverts, that's much more appropriate for photography than like moves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like like a windmill is not going to look good on camera or flare might look good on camera, but it's hard to catch. Whereas a good invert. Yeah. It works. They love my, they love my back summies. They mm. really love back summies. Um, the only time they love back summies mainly though, was when we was doing shoes, advertising mm. shoes, because they could freeze me and make sure they highlighted the shoes. Mm. And I was like, cool. Um, and that was nice. My face was everywhere. I had a nice little partner at the time. And I remember just finishing up, um, with the boys and we got approached by one exec from Nickelodeon because we were oh we were sponsored by New Era Caps so I was had cats for days bro we used to go in head office and they go what do you want I used to love that New Era shop in Covent Garden Covent that's where it was, was, it, was it that's Covent where Garden, it was Covent Garden it was around the, Covent Garden around the back yeah around the back and you got the stairs and, yeah and I'm just I'm out here taking hats oh, I come, I'm, I'm, I'm coming home with 25 hats and they're like you're going to wear all of them and take pictures in them yes and that's when I got introduced to the UDO at the time as well. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because that's when I met you around there. Yeah, because I was dancing in it as well and going through. And then um, <clears throat> what happened was when we did, which show was it? Was it? No, it was after DanceX. Yeah, after DanceX, I came and did the UDO as a competitor. And I won the solos. I won the duos. I was mad. Um, I bought, um, what you call it at the time? I forgot her name right now. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I brought her at the time. She just done my dance class. So I've got, Joe, do you want to do duos? Because I just won the solos. I was like, I'm on fire right now. I'm in a pair of tight, skinny jeans and a polo shirt. Not looking to dance. I came to support. Mm. That's all I did. I came to support. I had Simon's like, get involved. And I was like, all right, here's some money, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's go. You know what I mean? I paid my way in. And then, boom, won the solos, won the duos. I was like, oh, let's get some quads. Let's get quads. Everyone's like, yeah. you're getting hyped right now. I was like, I know, because I'm just winning stuff. And my final was Chuck, Laura. Um, oh, I can't remember your name. Anyway, and so, someone else was in my final. And I'm like, Chuck's going to come out and go. And I was like, mm. this was at the time that I was nimble and was prepared to do it. Now I got after that stage, I was like, nah, I'll only do when I get paid. So I was like, he's going to come out and do some crazy stuff. So I was like, nah, let me do it first because I'm the first one up. So I came out and did a front um, a front somersault, yeah? Landed just in front of Marlon. He was on the panel. Marlon, Ema, and someone else was on the panel. Landed, and went, boom. 
in front of them. <laughs> then carried on, did some more, some more songs, and then started dancing. Actually started dancing. Actually started hitting grooves, and then mm. picked out everyone's styles. Oh, Tom was in the finals. Tom Malone. Yeah, I picked out everyone's um, styles and was like, mm, "You're gonna do that. You're gonna do that." And I did everyone's styles, and then went, and then Chuck came out and did his. Yeah, Chuck. And then, yep. And then next, next, and everyone was looking like he's Tom just then, done. Tom then used to do like gainer to fuetes. Yeah, Fuete's to Fuete Gainer. Gainer. Yeah, but we used to train together at Sunshine Studios. Yeah, so I knew what he was but doing. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, so I knew what everyone was going to do because, like, everyone was from Sunshine that was on the, <laughs> on the lineup, yeah. and I watched them train. So I did. I did what they were doing. So when they came out and did what they were doing, the panel was like, "We've seen this." Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then that's how I won. <laughs> I was, I'm a strategic person. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I won't, I might not be the best. Yeah, but what I do, I do well. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, it, it shows. Like if you look at your body of work, like all the different areas that you've worked in, it shows that whatever you kind of seem to set your mind to, you seem to thrive at. And but, but sorry to cut you, but no. carrying on from the whole the dancing thing. So after doing the whole real Ferdinand thing, being in the papers again, I'm still in the papers. I've been in the papers because of bump and grind. Yeah, the the magazines and stuff like that, which was crazy. So now Nickelodeon's approached us and we went and did Nickelodeon and we met, um, we met Blazing Squad there and we're presenting, presenting, you know, like this is the first time we presented and they gave it between me and my boys and I took over because like one of them was like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to talk. I was like, all right, I'll do the talking then, isn't it? Like, you know, it's not a thing. Mm. And what we was doing is introducing the next thing. That was it. It, was, mm. it wasn't hard. I met Blazing Squad. They were cool. Met the Cookie Girls, my friend Montana at the moment, who's who's been in everyone's videos at the moment. She's doing well. Shout out to Montana. Um, Montana Manning. And she, she gave me so much jokes. I lost her ring. She lost my earring because we was messing about so much on set. But they <laughs> they loved, like, they loved us. And I think because of that, that's how I got the other presenting stuff and the, you know what I mean? And so on and so on, which led on to so many other things. It was crazy. Like I I, I was dating this girl who, who basically after many years of dancing now, like this is like gone up. I was teaching at this agency, just beginners yeah. basics. And they were doing a show. Now, I've always done acting in um, college and all that. I got A-levels, all that jazz. Loved it. Couldn't get in. Couldn't get in. So I was like, how can I get close? Now, I used to work for an agency where I used to have walk-on parts. Yeah. So you had your extras and you had your walk-ons that got one line. I'd only do it with the one line. I was that guy. I was all over Hollyoaks, all over Waterloo Road. Yeah, yeah. right. Never claim it. You'll never see it on my CV. <laughs> but, um, I the one line. I was that dude. Um, there was a there was a fight in the pub in Hollyoaks, and I was supposed to be the guy. Oh my word! That was it. That was the only yeah. line I had, <laughs> and it ended on me. And I thought, oh! <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Yo, why did your eyes need to be so big when you say it?" And I was like, "Oh my days, they were a bit big, weren't they?" Like, yeah, that's my look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then I was like, "Do you know what? I accept you. I accept you." Yeah. But um, so from that, I'm teaching and I've got some experience on set because I've been seeing stuff and I've already got my A-levels and stuff. And I do classes outside. I was doing classes. And um, 
so that's that agency was doing a show and their lead actor he needed to dance but they wanted him to dance like me mm. so i was like i don't know what that means but okay i could show you some stuff yeah so i made up the whole routine for the whole show i didn't know i was going to do a whole show you know it was my first time ever cr- and choreographing a whole show wow <laughs> wow that's you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. i respect you because i know you've done that before and that and so i've done this and he's doing well he's doing well but he's not learning his lines and my thing is i sort of got photographic memory so i pick lines up quick so I'm doing these lines with him. We're going through it. I know her part. I know his part. And I'm just doing it. And we're doing a routine while we're doing lines and stuff as well. Because he's got to dance and say lines. And then he pulls the sickie on the day of the show. Oh, shit. So then the girl I was sort of seeing, they went through her and was like, look, we know he knows the stuff. Can you speak to him to do the show? And I'm like, why they got to go around? Why they think they got to bring so nice to me? I'm going to do the show regardless. If you say put me on the stage, I will go on the stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, I went and did the show. It was great. Um, it was weird. Um, I learned Fosse as well because we had to do some Fosse in there. And I was like, okay, okay. And it was nice. And they signed me to their agency. Was it a musical theater show? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, it was a it was a mixture of Chicago um Lemis and a few other things that was going mm. on. It was mad. They had it coming. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, and um, so they signed me to their agency. Now I'm thinking to myself, I've only had that really one rejection. Yeah, yeah. right. And I handled it fine. Yeah, the acting world. Oh my days! My first ever audition. Nope. Like I went and did it. I thought I killed it. They went, nah, it's not what we're looking for. So my agent told me, I was like, not what they're looking for. What the hell? Like I nailed that. Yeah. So then I had to go, all right, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, move along, keep going. Then there was another one, didn't get. And I was like, don't tell me this is how acting is. And they were like, yeah, this is, this is the world of acting. This is what happens. So I was like, I don't get rejected like this though <laughs> and then i had to learn i had to learn i had to learn different styles now in the sense of um of how to navigate after auditions so i used to reward myself but my reward started making me get bigger so i was like i'm gonna start doing that one i'm gonna reward myself a different way it used to be ice cream um uh, it used to be ben and jerry's ice cream the chocolate fudge with um the... but would you reward yourself if you didn't do well yes both both because you're doing what you can in the room at that time mm. whatever you did was what you could do at that precise moment in time as long as you gave it all i'll always give it my all mm. even if i mess up or whatever i'll always give it my all i can't ask for anything better than that so right at that precise moment in time my all was only 95 percent. that's all i got mm. that's all i got i go away reward myself for being in the room for being asked to be in a room for having the privilege to be there mm. You know what I mean? Like out of all, however many people that could have done that anyway. So I'm thankful for it. Um, go away. I didn't get it, whatever. Blue Murder. Blue Murder comes in. Oh my God. That was one of my auditions where I was like, boom, made it through that round. I was like, whoa, made it through that round. Whoa, made it through that round. Do you know what? We might do a screen test with him or we might just actually take him. And I'm like, Oh, I'm at home going. Oh. Now take note, I'm doing that for a week because no one's talking to me for a week. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I might be in my first ever TV show. I might be in my first ever TV show. How old are you? 
um, 23, 24, 24. Yeah, that's young too. Yeah. That's it. Well, again, and at the time you go, I'm grown, but like as now, yeah, if you yeah, both you look know back I mean? to us at 23, 24, you're like, that's young. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, Janie Fraser was the casting director and she couldn't tell me how much she loved me. She just couldn't tell me how much. I was like, I'm definitely getting this job. And my agent's like, yeah, I think you are. And I needed someone at that time to go, this is what happens in the industry. Yeah. When you're penciled, even if they give you that smoke, it's not official until you're confirmed, man. Until that so pen goes up. Nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and... I'm out here and I'm telling my boys like, listen, I'm going to be landing this job. Like they told me that I'm the, the guy for it. Didn't get a job, did I? Yeah, I've done that too. That taught me another lesson. I, I mean, I'm, I was learning a load of lessons along the way. I've been learning lessons. So I didn't get that. I ended up getting some more one-liners in Waterloo Road. So that's why everyone was like, oh, you was in Waterloo Road. And I was like, mm, I was a walk-on, but you know what I mean? I yeah, it's in. weird, isn't it? Because like for, let's, let's call them the, the what's the word muggles the normal people who aren't in entertainment if you're like an extra in something they're like you were on this you did yeah, this, they go did crazy it. but for us as the people who are trying to pursue it it's like but that's not what i was trying to achieve do you know what i'm saying and do you know what used to give me jokes like because i had a lot of extra friends and we all used to move the circuit together they go but you're that guy that gets the one lines though you don't do what we do. We come so early and wait for so long. You yeah, come and for they just want to be specific... the one-line guy. Yeah, you come for a specific time. They tell you 2.30, you come in, you get paid more than us, and you get off. I was like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know how that's happened. Yeah, right? yeah. And do you know what I mean? So like with Waterloo Road, that's when I met Adam Thomas. I met Chelsea Healy. I met I met all of them guys, and that's how I know them. Because everyone's like, how do you know them guys? And like when we talk about how we know each other, it's like from them days. First person I met on set was Chelsea. Michael, I'm Michael. I was like, oh wow, wow. I thought I was Mank, but wow, you, you, you like Mank. <laughs> um, Bless it, I respect Chelsea, though, man. One hundred percent, nothing but love. <laughs> and I just met the crew from there. Touch all of them guys, and that acting world was crazy because they're the Waterloo Road. Uh, I'm gonna call it um, unit. Yeah. Mm. It's mad. It was like the Grange Hill unit. If you was in Grange Hill, you're part of a group, a gang, a movement. Yeah, that mm. the industry knows. You part of Waterloo Road, you're part of a group, movement, the industry knows. I wasn't really a part of it. I had mm. a dip toe in there. Just, just, just toe like trying to mm. be a part of it. Um, there's six seasons or something like that. I got five characters penciled for. Impossible. That's what my agent said. There's no way. Got took off one, got took off the other, got took off the other. There was two left. I shouted my boy. I was like, listen, I'm up for these two roles. But listen, you, you could play one of them and I could get the other. My boy's pretty like no one's business and can act. Mm. You got that role, didn't he? <laughs> you got that role. Yeah. Like, Keep your mouth shut. Say nothing. <laughs> um, and I didn't get the other one. The other one was a, a role for a gay guy. Now my acting coach, he's gay, right? But he goes, my girl, you would never get a role as a gay guy. I was like, yes, I could. Yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> I got bad you know. I was like, yes, I could. Good. And he's like, I'm sorry, Mark. I, I got loads like, of gay friends. I'm you know what I'm right? I got this. <laughs> and um, so he I goes, shouted. Then I got proper hype. <laughs> but then he then he belittled the role. He was like, he's not actually gay, Margaret. He says he's gay. That's it. He's not actually gay. I was like, why are you trying to take it away from me? I told mm. you I could play anything because he kept saying you can't play anything. You have specific roles that every, only certain people can do that. And right now we're molding you. 
And I was like, well, I can play gay. And he's like, no, 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 you don't play gay. There you go wrong anyway. And I was like, okay, cool. So when I was still on pencil, I was rubbing it in his face like, see, see. And I got to a coffee, goes, I told you. It's like, maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have while we was in the scene with the, the, the three girls be looking at them the way I was supposed to be looking at him. But hey. Um, <laughs> in, in, what, in what ways do you think the acting world, because you've done... You've, you have a lot of experience in all these different avenues. In what way is the acting world different or similar to dance? Um, I think actually more similar to dance is the commercial side, um, the commercials of acting and dancing. It's like cattle market. Everyone comes in and there's so many of you. Ushered in, ushered out, ushered in, ushered out. Mm. Whereas I think like privates, like privates um auditions that you get with dancing as well i love them ones because them ones, oh man yeah but them with tv privates mm. that means tv work not commercial work more of your your, your dramas and stuff that's where the comparisons are they're similar there so that's like, what you would have had for britannia high right britannia high was like a musical theater audition type mm. um that was cattle and um, we was all lined up i just got off tour with rihanna at this point I was in a band. We just done dance X. dance X papers. I was in a news. Right, this is mad to think. I was in a magazine or newspaper every single week for a full year. Wow, that was mad. I did a Calvin. I did a Calvin Klein shoot. Who the hell picks me to do a Calvin Klein shoot? Yeah, obviously it was just mm, yeah. Anyway, but it was mad, and I didn't know that many people would be stood there watching me while I'm in my bottom. Yeah. Anyway. Bro, I was like, a dream boy. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm lucky I'm not a shy guy, but boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, Britannia High, what they did is they lined everyone up outside. Because like, that was, was a huge role for you. Oh, man. That was more than a huge role. Right, check this out. My acting coach didn't put me up for that. Do you know who put me up for it? Who <laughs> didn't get a credit put, put me up for it? Arlene Phillips is my guest. No, no, I didn't oh. even know her at this point. Okay. Oh, no, I did. Sorry, sorry, I did know her. Sorry, because well, I did dance sex. Yeah. She didn't tell... No, she told her group. Uh, yeah. Arlene's group went, and I was dating that girl at the time in her group, innit, yeah? Right. Yeah. She told me. Rana, in my group, had gone secretly, while we're on tour, or on tour, in a band, had gone secretly to the audition. I, later on the band had fizzled out anyway yeah right and the auditions were still going it was real at stages they needed two characters and mark summers told me wow mark summers my so my acting co agent yeah was like listen um there's some small roles going in there in britannia high like they're just doing the leads at the minute but we can get you in for some small roles mark summers went because do you know what i rate him yeah right because when the band collapsed and stuff like that disappeared we had a little one-on-one -on -one talk. And Mark's like, reinvent yourself. Come back, reinvent yourself. He he used to, he used to drop me some good talks. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I was like, right, okay. And it was like two months after the band, February was my audition. Band finished in, yeah, yeah. And he went, yeah, there's a lead role for this character here. Streetwise, cool, black. You can do it. I'm out here like, right, okay. They think I'm streetwise. I'm a geek, but hey. Um, so I went to the audition. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I went to the audition, stood outside with everybody else. I had two fake. And um, 
painkillers were wearing off. So now the painkillers are wearing off. I don't give up at this point now. Yeah, you're getting agitated. I'm in pain. I'm in a long queue. Rain's coming down. And these people in front of me are like, oh, this is how I'm... I'm like, why have you got to be that? Just be chill, chill. You know what I mean? They were looking down in everybody. And I'm like, we're all in the same position. Why are you trying to look that... So I was like, camera's coming through now. And because of the bump and grind days, I was like, no, no, don't put me on camera. You know what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. need to be on camera. I'll be on camera when I'm needed. Don't overload it. Let's not talk about relationships. Boom, do the job. Yeah. Mm. And they just kept going, but you're interested, man. You're the only one that's not trying to be on camera. And I was like, yes. Please. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to be seen if I don't get it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I don't want everyone to know I didn't get the job. <laughs> so we've gone in and Brian Grant, the sales producer, and um there's lined us up. And he's gone, no, 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 no. And he's working his Just way. Just what you look like. Uh, Just on what you look like. Okay. And I'm I'm at the end of the queue, yeah. Right? I'm down I'm like, for that. I, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. I mean, like, I respect that because it's quicker. Yeah? Yeah, that's why I'm down. Don't keep me right. to the end if you don't want a white ginger guy. This <laughs> is true. But I'm like, two fakes worn off on them. So I start talking. It's quiet in there because everyone's gone quiet because like they're being cut. And I'm like, I can't believe he's cutting people just by the way they look. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, this is disrespectful. I'm that's saying the industry you signed up for. I know, but I'm at this point. I'm in pain, and I'm chatting out loud, and everyone's looking at me like, "Dude, shut up!" Brian gets to me and goes, "Next person, that no, no, no." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he stops at me, doesn't say anything because I shut my mouth, and then says no to the person next to me. And then there was like five of us left, and I was like, "Yo, dude, shut up!" And now the adrenaline's kicking in. Tooth's not hurting as much now because like something else is going on. Mm. And we're in a room and they've gone, all right, this is what we're going to do first. We're going to sing first. I'm like, can't we dance first, please? Dance first, please. Dance first. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they go, we're going to sing first. So I'm a nightmare in an audition. Yeah. Um, my boys are like, don't audition with Marco. Um, I sort of psych people out. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's one plate. I will feed you off my plate, but right now I'm getting a plate. Mm-hmm. Again, sports mode, competitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... So these singers, uh, they're dropping some riffs. They're dropping some. I'm like, hmm, um, I'll hold tune. Uh, like at this point, like my voice was just standing there. Still standing now, but you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, right, you're really good. So I did three backflips in the middle of the room. I went, mm, rusty. Now everyone that had a good voice, I could hear them quivering yeah. because they know their dance is coming up and they've just seen me do three backflips. So they're like, their voice is doing that. And I'm like, Ooh, have I got him? Have I got him? And this one guy, which I knew had a sick voice, went in and I heard him screech. I went, right. everyone loves a good screech. You got to do a good screech. Yeah. But <laughs> I heard him screech and he started apologizing. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. If you screech, carry on. Don't apologize. That's what I was told. And one minute, it's getting dark in it. Let me get a light on. It's all good. Setting a mood. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, half past two in the afternoon. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So then, um, let me turn you back around here. So then, um, I've gone in a room and I've just come off dance X and singing Moonlight. I had professional teachers teach me to sing that song yeah. and teach me to sing Boys and Men's Water Runs Dry. So I know this. My voice is sat nicely for it. I'm ready. Mm. So I've gone in and I sang Boys and Men's Water Runs Dry. And then Brian Grant goes, I expect you to do that. I went, what? He goes, yeah, I didn't expected it. All right, all right, here. So I gave him Moon Dance. 
they started playing dum, dum, boom, dum, and somehow I started singing it and everyone's like okay Brian called another guy in and goes yeah 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 do that again cause another guy and sing it it's just standard it's just, just nothing I'm not doing anything to the song the boys remember when I was doing some of the riffs not all of them blah 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 mm. this one is just singing tonality everything and he brought a few producers in and he goes alright listen come back yeah you're gonna mm. do the dancing bit and I was like oh okay that was your hard bit done yeah I was like cool now I'm in my element I'm like I am so hyped now I'm like bring the dance let's go let's go let's go <laughs> and then um, we did the dance routine I was like really? okay okay like like I I I, I worst no don't say that <laughs> say it. but it, I was gonna say it wasn't it was not the hardest routine yeah that's okay I've like ever you, met you've been a d- dancer you know what I mean like Everything started feeling easier. Yeah, yeah, of course. So did the routine and then there was a freestyle section. So I thought, let me throw as many tricks as I could. I didn't care about the music. I just did tricks. I didn't dance to the music. And they were like, yes. Like Janie Fraser just pointed out, yes, all of yes. And I was like, mm-hmm. you can't say that in front of the others. <laughs> so then um, next round was the scripts. Now I'd been working with the script with my, uh, my acting coach one-on-one. And the script is the scene when we was in the gym. I still remember it. We're in the gym. I've just come from running and we're having a scene that's going on. Now, my acting coach at the time, when I first did the scene for him, he was like, what are you doing? And it's like, you're out of breath. So why are you faking out of breath? Mm, doesn't work for me. He goes, run on the spot. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, run on the spot. And that's yeah. what my acting coach made me do. So when we went in and we was doing it, I was like, um, they had the camera set up. They had the reader next to me. I was like, do me a favor. Yeah. Can you just let the camera roll? I'm just going to run in the spot for a minute, yeah? When I say go, can we go? Brian was like, okay. So I ran on the spot as fast as I could. Mm. Couldn't get out of breath. <laughs> I couldn't get out of breath. Yeah, I was there it. for ages. Oh. Now. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, yeah, now. And eventually I got out of breath, sat down, we did it. And I did the whole thing out of breath like he's supposed to have been. And he was like, stay, stay. Mm. They probably were just like, this guy's smart. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're doing, you're not pretending to be out of breath. Like, and it's different, isn't it? Like, you can't yeah, replicate that. Well, that's the thing. I didn't have, like, my boy Tatch, he's got skill. Adam, he's got skill. Ryan, they've got, they've got skill where they can turn things on and stuff like that. I have to actually do things. Mm. So I understood that from the beginning, that if I'm going to cry, I've got to get myself to that place. I can't just... Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so I learned that early. So I started doing physical things to do that. And they loved it because they called my agent straight away. But she wasn't allowed to tell me. That is what I hate because it was two weeks. She found out the same day. Damn, boy. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they brought me to London the next week to meet mm. Mitch. Uh, Mitch Hewer, who was in Skins. Yeah. And that wasn't an audition. We thought it was an audition. We're out here thinking we're auditioning against each other. No, it was a, it was just a chemistry test. These mm. two get along because we've already got the cast. We just need to put these two to the cast. We need these two to get along and then get along with the cast. Mm. And Mitch was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you're that guy from Dance X. Oh, you're going to be a great dancer. I know. I was dreading this bit. And I was like, you're that guy from Skins, man. You're going to kill the acting scene, man. I know this. Like, but we didn't say it to each other. We mm. both rang our mums. <laughs> 
we found this out later when we watched the documentary because we said it in the documentary at different times. I was like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he went toilet when Arlene was uh, there and the choreographer was there teaching the dance he went toilet and was like we'll wait for him <laughs> right yeah. that's when he rang when we was doing an acting scene and it was an emotional part and I was trying to get myself there I was like can I just go toilet a minute and I ran my own death <laughs> mad <laughs> it was mad but it was fun and when we met the cast in Sheffield we got signed to Universal Records at the same time we met Elliot Kennedy who also produced some records for me and um Ben, um, Ben, oh man, I'm losing names out here, but they signed me up and I met a few things and we we're going to put a track on the back of Chris Brown's track because of something that happened on tour, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, cause I basically, I was invited out with Rihanna, um, mm. when we was doing the tour. And, For Dance X, right? Yeah, Dance X. Um, she invited me on a night out, but she invited Rihanna as well. Let's not get it twisted. It wasn't just me, even though when I told the story, I got invited on a date with Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Should she invited it up a bit. Do you know what I mean? She invited me on a night out. Rihanna didn't make it. She was like, she's like, I don't feel too great. So I was like, cool. So I went. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, I see her at lunchtime. I see her at dinner. And we do have the convo. I do try and be funny. But I think I'm funny. And um, she, I think she pitied me with the, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and um, so now I'm like, she does know me. So when I get there, I'm like, I'm going to get stopped on the door. Oh, I don't want to be stopped on the door. I saw her drummer, Day Day. So I was like, Day Day, yes, yes. When I got in the car quick, I was like, Day Day, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Know him. <laughs> so went in, we went into VIP, but there was a VIP inside of VIP, mm. which was her section. No one's there. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> she, she, she stood me up. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not a bad person to be stood up by, to be fair. Yeah. But I was like, Day Day's there, so I'm just going to find him. So I found him, and he's with Eric, who's her musical director in the other room, like which was the main part. We're in London. I don't even know the name of his club. It was some crazy place. They've got a driver to pick me up, so I don't even know. And we're in there, and we're partying. It was nice. And then Eric's like, yeah, um, um, what's called it? Robin's coming in a minute. I mean, Rihanna's coming in a minute, yeah? And we're going in a bit. So I was like, cool. These two girls come over to us at the bar, and they've got these big, massive bags. I spotted that from a mile away. And after doing the whole Nike thing and all the other shows, spotting who is really trying to get that bag. Yeah. It started to become an art now. Yeah. I didn't realize before, like, mm, yeah, nearly a kiss and tell, but hey, um, I didn't realize before, but through all the other stuff, I started spotting who was trying to get that kiss and tell story, that bag story. And I'm fresh off dance X at this point, so my face is baked. So he came over talking to me, like, hey, Marco, how are you pronouncing my name right straight away? Most people say it wrong, yeah, yeah right? So now I'm aware that you, you've either studied something I've done, or do you know what I mean? Like, because I've never met you before and I've seen the bags. And they were like, yeah, so, so what are you doing there? Where are you, where are you staying? I was like, have you met Rihanna's musical director and drummer? It's like, Rihanna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slipped out. I'm not going to I'm not gonna get caught with some crazy yeah. stuff. What were the bags? Explain the bags for people who the, don't know. Overnight bags. Yeah. Girls come to the club. They've got their clothes in their bags and all that business. And it's ah. overnight bags. It's those. Because it's, it's those exclusive clubs that you see mostly in. And they have those big bags. And that's, I'm coming with you. 
I'm staying with you. And those are the same girls that would take pictures or phone friends, blah, blah, blah. I've been with such a person. Or ah. when you're walking, because we had paparazzi on the way in. So on the way out, it'll be paparazzi as well. Then you want to link as well and do all of that crazy stuff. You got to be aware of them. Yeah. So I've, I've watched them. And I was like, nah, I'm slipped out. So I slipped out, went back into the other room and Reese in the other room now. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look cool. I'm trying to be cool. You know them ones, yeah, right? But for some reason, my walk feels awkward. It just feels so awkward, my walk. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I tried to speed it up, slow it down. And I was like, you know what? Just let it be. Come let on, be. legs, figure it out. <laughs> Got there and she was like, hey, Marcel. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was, yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna. You know I'm mean? changing my name tomorrow. <laughs> my official name is changed. Yeah, sat down, we chilled, talked for a bit. She had two um, um, Brian Tanaka. That's how I met Brian Tanaka. Mm-hmm. He was dating um, what's she called now? She was another. She was a singer in the show at the time, back in singer. He was dating her, and he was there. It's like, hey, hey, hey. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Because I used to go and hang with them guys in their room and stuff, and um. She's like, are you drinking? And I was like, I wasn't a drinker. At this point in time, I wasn't a drinker. And someone needed to come talk to me. Yeah, right. Really needed to talk to me that night. And I was like, ah, just the orange juice. And she's like, orange juice? Like, yeah, yeah, just the orange juice. She's like, no, 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 no. And she, had, she got all the bottles that were on the table and just like pouring into a glass. I don't know what it was. Just poured. Right. And she's like, had it. I was like, I'm all right. She's like, don't be a pussy. And I was like, oh, my days. I'm not being you can't, pussy. You can't, you can't then not drink it. You my, know my, my ego jumped out like, nah. But... So I grabbed the glass. Yeah, right. And most people would sip a drink, you know, like take time with the drink and all that business. Not me. Not me. Especially someone who doesn't drink. I thought, Do you know what? I'm a net this. I'm a net this shower. I sure. I'm, I'm not pussy. This is easy. Right. So I necked it. Oh, why do why do why do dudes why do we feel like we have to do that? This is what I'm saying. Why? I've le- I've I've only learned as I got older. I've learned not to be controlled like that. That's an ego thing. That's a, a macho thing. That's something that that is bred into us from when we're kids growing up. It's like How... if someone says you can't do it, it's like I have to prove to you that I can. And exactly. I'll do the extreme version of it. Ex- right. So now I'm sat there, and I'm not gonna t- I'm not even gonna lie. Like moments later, I start getting shakes. You know, I was just, I was just shaking. I was just shaking. She spiked you, bro. <laughs> and she's like, you all right? I'm like, going to yeah. date rape you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Take note, I was madly in love with her. And I was like, oh yeah, I fall in love quick. Um, so I'm like, I'm shaking at this point. And she's like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I didn't want to leave because I was like, maybe I can leave with her. Yeah, right. Yeah. The shakes got too much for me. You know them ones where you got to tap out? Yeah. And I was like, look, I, I, I got to go home. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you sure? <laughs> and she got me a car back to the hotel. And oh my days, I'm in the bathroom with water going, trying to vomit. I can't vomit. So I'm just drinking water. And I'm like, why am I shaking? I don't know why I'm shaking. So I started trying to eat food. Maybe, maybe I'm not eating enough of stuff. Oh man. It was a nightmare. I'm telling you, it was a nightmare. I woke up the next day and I lost my voice. The band was mad at me. The record label was mad at me. I was like, we're off for two days. What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> like, Idiot. I'm out here going, we're off for two days. And they're like, what? You know? <laughs> and, um, but we were still having breakfast, like, 
with Demlock because like mm. we was at one venue at the time and um she was there taking a mickey at me that I couldn't even speak. She, she was like, what's that? What's that? Like Rihanna is a funny person, a very funny person. Um, and then I just remember the last day in tour because I've been on tour before, but not as an artist. Well, mm. an artist, but like a dancer, a background artist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And being on tour as a pop 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 singer with a band was weird. Like Sierra was with us. We had all our moments when we everyone held hands. Like I. It was that one time we was praying for Reed, right? Because Reed lost their voice during the tour and everyone was like, they're falling out. They hadn't fallen out. And I just got to dinner. I'm sat down next to C, right? And everyone stood up to say a prayer for Reed. But I'm hungry. I am hungry. My chicken's dead. It's going to get cold. And C's like, you coming? I had to leave the chicken, hold her hand, say some prayers. My whole time when I was on my chicken, I felt so bad after that. You know, <laughs> I was like, dude, it happens, dude, it's chicken. Come on, man, it's chicken. And then, um, yeah, so then the last day in tour now, I've been on the last day in tour as a dancer, and mm. we mess about. Mm. Not artists, the, the, the singers don't. Oh my word, Re flowered me. She poured flour all on me. Yeah, right. We was in it, was in the was in the, the the lunch bit. Yeah. And I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to be in their conversation. She's with her girls in it. Yeah, Leandro and some other girl. Yeah. And I'm trying to be cool. And she's like, yo, come here. I'm like, oh my days, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. She's like, come here. And I was like, well, well she's like, yo, come here. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. And I got close. She goes, flower. I'm like, what? She put a bag of flour on me and ran off. I was nice. like, what? What is this? What? So I run after her and her big bounce is backstage. She's never backstage. She's on the front. Like, there's no one backstage. And he picks me up because <laughs> she goes grab him. <laughs> she locks the door and I was like, okay, okay, okay. You want to play that game? Okay, okay, okay. We'll get you. And then I'm thinking, wait, I don't get kicked off the top, but it's the last day of tour, so I can't get kicked off the top. I'm like, like, I need to do something, man. I just got flowered. I told the band and the band was like, nah, it's all right. It's all right. I'm like, look at me. I went on stage, yeah, right? Right. There's a video, Nottingham Marina, yeah, um, Dance X. If you put that in Rihanna tour, yeah, good, good, gone bad. You'll see my outfit's a bit dusty. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went to lunch in my outfit, uh, to dinner in my outfit. I shouldn't have, but I did. Anyway, because it was quicker. And, you know, anyway. And when we got back to our dressing room, after being on stage, our clothes had been egged. Nice. Extra flowered. I was like, who leaves the door open? We go, we always leave the door open. We've always left it open. Everyone does. I was like, but not today. It was mad. So we got our security guard and was like, grab anyone we see. Anyone we see. So we grabbed her best friend. Yeah, right. Our security guard had it held over the bed. Who did this? Who did this? <laughs> and, then, and she's like, it was reading the boys in there. And I was like, oh, okay. 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 Now we got to get you back. Kitchen's closed. We got nothing to get them back with. We just feel like punks. We was like, yeah, oh. Got... And then we get a message of the stage um, stage director, stage manager, um, rewatch one stage. I was like, no, 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 no. Not falling for that. Not falling for that. Nope, nope, nope. They're like, no, this is serious. I was like, we'd never been on set with her. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just their last song. It's fine. But you need to go now. Now, in me, I went, Boom, guys! Yeah, I'll catch you like, in a sec. I'm having my moment. <laughs> I ran like I was Forrest Gump or something. Yeah, right. Because I wasn't going to stop. 
And then um, we met Brian Tanaka at the top and he goes, follow our lead, yeah? You'll have an umbrella, just stand on the side, move to the beat. You know what I mean? Like, we're singing, dancing, man. We should be able to move to the beat, yeah? <laughs> 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 oh, awkward, yeah? Um, and um, he's like, I'll tell you when to come on. And then we, and then he gives us a signal. We come on. I come out and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Thousands of fans out there for re in it. Yeah, right. Which we've been, we've been just really just benefiting from because every time we do a show, it's like, listen, if you don't make any noise, re's not going to come out. They go, ah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, done now. And then we do a song and if we get, listen, re said we need more. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, we've come out and I've scanned the stage while we're dancing. I've scanned the stage. Everyone else was hyped on what was going out in front. I'm looking on stage. Day Day's drums have got flour on. He's a black guy with a ball head, but he's got flour all over his face, looking like Casper is a friendly ghost. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, the boys have got their butt cheeks cut out in their trousers. Someone had done that. Yeah, right. It was going off. Eric had one of Ree's wigs on. And he was just directing. That. I was like, yo, where are we? This is not what it seems. Be happy, but be aware. This is yeah. not what it seems. So now Ree's got this smoke bomb in her hand. Yeah, this is all on um, YouTube. You can catch that on YouTube. Yeah, right. This is spare proof. Ignore my grin. Please ignore the grin. I wasn't supposed to smile that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she calls me over in the bridge bit of her song. And I was like, mm, not with that in your hand. Yeah. So she gives it to her best friend and grabs my hand. I remember I got one arm around her as she's singing, you can run into my... I'm like, oh, yeah. I am loving life. Go and check it out on YouTube. Please ignore the grin. If you can put a mask over it, please do. Um, and um, then she sprays me with some water because Brian gives her some water. She sprays... I was like, nope, nope. I am not getting punked on stage. Peace out, peace out, peace out. So we're back, we're back to the side. But that was like my little moment where I was like, oh, and I claimed that every single time. And then when we got off stage... Um, I've never asked for an autograph before. I didn't know I've never done that. Yeah, it was I weird. Right at the beginning, right at the beginning, but it's just like a no go, in it. Yeah, well, I, I was like, do you know what? I went one further. I didn't even ask for an autograph. I was like, listen, can I get your number? Ooh. <laughs> Take note. I did see the CB. Don't get it twisted. I saw CB, but I was like, can I get your number? And we took the picture. We took a picture. The band jumped in. And I had to go, can I just, just me and her? Techno had one of those crappy phones back then, you know, the, the Vario 2s that are like yeah. a two megapixel camera. But you go, oh, there he is. Yeah, oh, there she is. Oh, man. And she gave me this number, number um, letter combination thing. It's like, what the hell is this? So What's now, fast. I already know what it is. Fast forward to Britannia High. I get a phone call from Carfron Warehouse and the managing director. You can pick any phone you want in the shop. And I was like, stay on the phone. I live around the corner. Stay on the phone. I kept him on the phone. Walked into the shop and said, listen, this is your managing director. He said, I can have any phone. Who's your manager? And he went, blah, blah, blah. Here. Gave him the phone. He comes off the phone and goes, yes, you can have any phone you want in the shop. It's like, oh my God, just because of Britannia High. So I was like, what's the latest? He's like, there's a thing called Blackberry if you want. I was like, okay. Said, yeah, show it me. So I've got a Blackberry Pearl. As I'm walking at a shop, he goes, oh yeah, I need to tell you about the BBM, the pin. It's a number letter combination. I went, Shah! ran home, yeah. ran home. You Searched every single box to try and find that. Couldn't find it. Yo, BB Blackberries were the one. It was. I've and got four in my drawer. Literally I've got two. I've got two. I've got two. <laughs> and I was tearing my flat apart. 
trying yeah, to find his funny. number letter combination which was exactly like four months later or something like that i didn't know what it was and then when she did come back to england she was with chris and it was like all right cool my boy was a dj on tour with him with her and he rang me and was like guess who i'm with him like who because i told him the story and he's like oh i'm with re and she puts him on the phone and no, he doesn't put her on the phone because he's being extra. I was like, put her on the phone, put her on the phone. Nah, 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 nah. And he's like, do you remember, do you remember um, Dan Sex? You remember the black boy? Dan? And she's like, yeah, yeah, the black boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, 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 Marcel. Marcel, Marcel. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, that was it. That was the last time Man. I ever had a convo-ish. And yeah, just sounds like good times, man. Good times, man. Good, good times. Um, Tell me, because we're coming up to two hours. Oh, gosh, me... is it that long? My bad. I've <laughs> enjoyed it. Tell me a little bit about uh, Cats. Cats? Oh, Cats was beautiful. Um, How? What made you want to go for it? I um, It was... I've just done something for Russell T. Davis and Andy Pryor. Literally just got the job for um, Banana. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm talk- for everyone listening, I'm talking about the musical, not the film. The film was awful yeah yeah definitely the musical yeah rest in peace dame jillian lynn anyway and so i'm on a hype mm. russell t davis and andy Pryor, biggest casting director biggest writer boom just got that job cast is just coming yeah yeah i'll try it i had a kid in my school when i was younger we should just sing memory all the time mm. i was like shut up man shut up I got to the audition, right? not knowing really cats, cats. I had to really learn what cats was. I learned tap dance, yeah, right? Just some basics, yeah, right? In two weeks. Listen, I was brooking up my foot, yeah, trying to go, listen, if I need to tap, yeah, I need to, I need to know something. Yeah, I was just a shuffle. <laughs> I was on so much focus. I thought I made up a routine, you know, right? And I was sort of, no, it was a shuffle ball, shuffle ball change. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I thought I made that up. Okay. Relax, Marcel. <laughs> you know me, you know me. <laughs> and um, so now I'm at the, the Cats audition. I'm prepared with my music. I'm prepared with, um, like, ready to pick up this routine. And they've come in, they've done this routine. And oh my God, I picked the routine up. Yeah, it was a contemporary routine. I picked the routine up, yeah. It was one of the routines from the ball, which I never had to do again. <laughs> but anyway, I picked the routine up real quick. Cause I was I was in that mode of class 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 mm. class. So if you're teaching me something, I'm already on pickup mode. My pickup mode was nice at that time, and I picked it up, and now I'm adding flavor to the routine. I'm adding me to it. You know, not just steps now, mm. and it felt beautiful. And I'm looking around the room, and I've gone. I feel in a good place. I've really felt good, which was weird because I kept going. I'm not musical. I'm not musical. Vet. And everyone's like, you know, your CV's starting to say something. Yeah. yeah. And if you get if you get cats, you're definitely musical veteran now. You can't say that. Yeah. So we did the routine. They cut people. I was still there. I was like, wow. Then we sang for them. Now, one of the guys sang my song before me better. Yeah. Which I found out it was my understudy in the end. That's right. My understudy. And um, he was in the show already, but he wanted that role. He was already the understudy to that role, but they they wanted to make it straight. Anytime any musical or any TV show wants to change anything, they want to make it a PC black. I get called. They want to change the show to, they want to make it a bit street, but whatever, urban is the word they use. I don't know if we're allowed to use that terminology anymore, but yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I get get called. I'm seen as, he's he's friendly, but he could be, but we can control him. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that is my lane. I, yeah, like I know my lane. You're like Jason Derulo for hip hop artists. Yeah, technically. Yeah. <laughs> Even though me, me and him don't, me and him don't talk like that. When he tried to move to a girl that I was with at the time, and I had to tell him about. Bro, he don't care. He's Jason Derulo. You get me. Anyway, so yeah, so we uh, see he sang that song, and now I've got to change my song. My, my song was John Legend's "Ordinary People." I was trying to go in and blaze that. Like <laughs> he sang that. I was like, no one sings that in a musical audition. That's not a song you would sing. Cause that was that was. So I was like, I right. so I sang my girl, but it was a good job. I sang my girl. I had vocal coach on that, hardcore, and they loved my tone. They loved the control, and they loved how I delivered it to them without seeming needy. Because I've just landed a job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've just landed a job that I'm filming like in three days. So this audition was an eight-hour audition. Let me explain, because they had to do everything in one day. Eight hours in London. From Manchester to London, eight hours, barely eating, because I'm trying to stay focused. And woof, we're going in, we're going in. Done the dance audition, people got cut. Did the freestyle, yeah, uh, sorry, the song. Then it's freestyle. Now they've gone, I don't know how you want to do the freestyle. This is when everyone's in the class, yeah? I am that guy, I talk. They go, I don't know how you want to do it. We'll bring you one at a time. No, no, everyone together, please. Yeah, we all can be in the room. We can do it one at a time, but all in the room. I want to see what you're doing. Yeah. I want to know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. No one said anything else. Everyone was too shy. So I'm speaking, I'm, I'm tailoring this for yeah. me. Because if it's that plate, I'm going to eat the plate. I will share, don't get it twisted, but I'm going to get the plate first. Yeah. So I'm in a room. One guy did some popping. I was like, okay, you're really good. All right, you did some crumping. You're really good. You're... But no one's doing, okay, no one's doing that. All right. And the breakdown, I saw what their breakdown was. And I did the breakdown plus everyone's style and groove. Mm. There was no groove. No one grooved. Not one single bit. Dame Jillian Lynn, she is sexually orientated. Bless her soul. Rest in peace. I don't want to talk about her, but she she's very. Mm. So when I started giving her the grooves and stuff, she's like, hmm, hmm, yeah, yeah. And the rest of them, Chrissy Cartwright, bless her soul. She changed my life. Yeah, right. Um, so I did all of that and they went, yeah. And they just grabbed me straight. It was like, yeah. Um, casting director, I'm not going to say his name. Um, it's like, I think you you're not good job. with names, isn't it? I know. <laughs> I remember faces. It's like, you've got the job, you know. I think you've got the job. We've still not met Andrew yet. You know what I mean? Sir, Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber, we've not met him yet. That's the next one. Him and Sir Trevor Nunn, we've got to meet them both. And um, while we do the scenes and um, song scenes and I meet Trevor first and he's like, yeah, uh, could you lose the manka a little bit when you do Mr. Mistopheles? Cause I was like, yo, ask Mr. Mistopheles. And he's like, Just do it. so I was like, you ought to ask Mr. Mistopheles, the original conjuring cat. And he was like, yeah, that's more like it. And we went down that route. That was nice. He goes, yeah, I like you. All right. So I had to sing for him again. I had to dance for him. And he was like, yeah, I like that. And then we met um, Lord Angelo Webber. And he's talking and he goes, don't do the stuff that they've been telling you to do. Just sing a song for me. I was like, okay, this reminds me of Brian Grant. So I sang Moondance. I sang Moondance. And then my girl, and he's like, you've got a good tone. Very good tone. And I rapped. Oh, yeah. Because I did um, Amy Winehouse Rehab as well. I sang three songs for him. Uh, my, se- my second verse of Amy Winehouse Rehab, I rap. And then go back into the chorus. And that's what hit him because I had he was playing the music. And I had yeah. I always carry I carry my sheet music in my Amy Winehouse um, music book. 
I have an Amy Winehouse music book for one song. <laughs> right? It obviously works. Yeah, I pull that one out when I'm in karaoke. I pull that one out when I'm trying to impress. Because the rap back in, people go, didn't expect yeah. that. Yes. Um, he's on the piano jamming away. And when I started rapping, he's like, yes. And then they turned around and was like, we would love Tugger to rap. And then I, because I explained to them about rap different styles. I know rap. I know rap. You know what I mean? Mm. But I forgot Andrew Lloyd Webber was around near the birth of rap as well. Mm. So he understands like rap balances and different patterns and stuff. The, the, the rap version of iambic pentameters and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm. So he's like, when I was rapping for him, he, he explained a few things. He was like, I love how you, and he named an artist. I was like, what? He named Ice Cube. Nice. He named Ice Cube. Like, I was like, wow. And he's like, I really like you. I would love you to play this character. How and did that, that feel it. in the moment? That present moment in time, I was, I was hyped, but I had to go, Remember the pencils. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, remember the pencils. I got on the phone to my agent, told my agent, she's it's my new agent at this point. She was like, amazing. She was like, cool, sweet. Let's stay calm. We'll see what happens. I went off to film, um, to film Banana. That's when I met um, Letitia Wright, who's Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and her bonded. And I got to set. I didn't do the read through. I went to set and came straight in because I was the guest. I was the guest on that. And Lewis Arnold, bless him, the director. Yeah, right. He's been trying to get me in a project for ages. I didn't even know this. Yeah, but we finally got to work together. Amazing director. Pardon me. And he's gone. Stop, everybody. Everyone clap your hands. Hollywood's here. I was like, what the hell? It's like, it couldn't make it to read through, but is it? I was like, no, I was in London doing the cats thing, you know? And they were like, no, we know, we know, we know. We're just messing with you. I was like, oh. And we had fun filming that day and so on and so on. And then when that project finished, I got, well, partway through that project, I get the phone call. You're you're the Rum Tum Tugger. I was like, what? And they were like, Beverly Knight's going to star in it. Because I thought it was going to be um, Nicole Scherzinger again. But they were like, no, it's Bev. And I was like, good, because I know Bev. Well, not good, like, it's not Nicole, but, you know, good, I know Bev. And I'm in rehearsals by myself first. Rehearsal starts like this. Me and Chrissy Cartwright. One on one. You cannot hide behind anyone or mess up. Your leg needs to be where it needs to be. (laughs) Listen to me. Stretching was the thing. And so we're learning everything. We started off with the ball, the hardest bit of the whole thing. Mm. And then Tugger stuff. And then Dame Jillian Ling would come in in the afternoon, introduce me to Tugger. And she's like, be sexual. Like, grab your... I was like, really? Like, cats for me was me walking around with my out yeah. and showing it off. That's what it was. And it was amazing too, in the sense of I enjoyed everything I did. My note was grab as much pussy as you can. Like pussy cats. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, I was like that. Wow. I had to walk stage going, mm, 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 I'm the guy. Mm, mm. Is this the routine? But I can do this and do that. It was mad. Mental. Yeah. Um, but I commend everyone that I worked with, like, they are so amazing. They were so high level skilled. I'm in the West End, yeah, on stage doing the main guy, the Rum Tum Tugger, the, the, the rebel guy. I mean, like mm. that, 
I loved when John John did it. You know what I'm saying? Like like in the video, like the movie, the original movie, because he was sexy. He he was like, yeah. Me, I was like, boy is sexy, boyish sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was the man sexy. Yeah. She chose you for it. I mean, she obviously felt differently. Yeah. Well, it was. And um it was just amazing to do, but I wanted to go back and show the West End lot when I was in the European tour, I've grown into Tugger. Because the whole time when I was in the West End, I was catching Tugger. I was catching Tugger. Mm, I was like, right, this is finding out who you are as the artist. Yeah. Yeah. And I was I I, I started sitting in Tugger the last two weeks. But it was the last two weeks. It was like, mm. oh. And even Andrew came up to me. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And then I got offered to go on tour. So I finished. I think I finished on the second. Tour started on the fourth. Mm. Nice. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, so I was like, I right, so I'll just stay in London, innit? <laughs> I, I, all I ever think whenever I see people doing cats is that I see the makeup and that, and I'm like, yo, doing that oh. every day. Oh, and if you've oh got God. two shows, like, do you know what I mean, if you've got a matinee and you've got those two hours in between, like, you wherever you go, you got to go with that face makeup on. You're not allowed outside with the makeup on. You have to take it off and then redo it, it again. Yeah. Did they teach you how to do the makeup yourself or did you have someone to do it? So Karen, oh my word, is an amazing makeup artist. Now, there's a lot of bad cats makeups going around, people showing that that's not the makeup. Yeah. Mm. Karen shows you how to do it. So she does one half of your face and you, you mirror her. Oh, sick. Yeah. So yeah. you like you look like two faces. Essentially, you have her good half and then your special half. Listen, my special half, yeah, right? I turned from the camera when I took that picture to post on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Show her side. Oh, yeah. But she saw me so well, and all I ever did was try and get to her level. So during the the West End, I wasn't quite there. Mm. Yeah? I'm being honest. And I was the only one that took an hour and a half to do makeup. Everyone's like, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I don't know at the time. Um... I brought, I got it down to what, 20 minutes. Mm. Everyone's like, how are you doing 20 minutes? Yeah. For um, West End, I wasn't quite there because I never done makeup on myself before. I wasn't. No, never. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, but everyone was and, like, your and eyebrows. You've, and you've looked 18 for the past 18 years. So we never <laughs> even needed makeup anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So everyone's like, your eyebrows though, your eyebrows are so amazing. Because she taught me this flick thing that she does with the, the makeup. So I was, I was doing a flick thing. And that was the one that I paid attention to the most. And Hannah, Hannah McGregor, shout out to Hannah McGregor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she used to do my wig and stuff like that. She used to inspect. She was like, because I'm like, check me out, check me out. And she's like, yeah, your nose though could have been a bit thinner. I was like, okay, okay, next time. Do you know, healthy criticism. Yeah. And remember, were you, I'm like, just... were, were you not like, do you mean genuine, generally? <laughs> oh, no, no, you're the cat. Yeah, no, no, yeah, like, yeah. Wow. No, the cat, the cat, the cat makeup. <laughs> and um, we'd go on and I'd be baby tugger. So I'd have the baby tugger thing on. And originally they wanted to glue it. And I was like, please don't glue it because you're going to ruin my skin. And I know we've got bad days. I can keep this on. I promise I'll keep it on. I won't let it fall off. Mm. Yeah. I did my best every single day never to let it fall off. So I never, ever got glue. It was a success. I still head the whole time. Listen, I was out here <laughs> doing... <laughs> When they say, yeah. Um, so I do baby tugger. As soon as he's finished, I run straight off. Take The wig's got to come off. I've got 15 billion pins in there that mm. they take off while I correct a bit of makeup. Yeah. Then she puts on the other wig. 
and we get that down properly, that one's glued-ish. Yeah, mm. it's just there. It's glued nowhere else. And then a whole brand new costume, new outfit. Originally, I was taking the leotards and stuff like that. Then I was like, listen, I'm going to wear it underneath. Mm. Yeah. Make sure no one can see it. I couldn't wear all the... And um, so the quick change was quick, mad mm. quick. But it was, it, was, it was amazing. It taught me to be a leading actor, I think. Like, catch really did. Because I thought I was a leading actor before. No, I was just playing leading roles. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And... I, I got to admit to this, I was scared as hell for my entrance because my entrance was so high up on this thin piece of metal I would stand and I'm like, Wee-ah! and I'm out here like really moving them. First time I went on there was one rehearsal, the day of a performance mm. and I'm shaking. I didn't know what I was, I didn't know I had fear heights. Mm. Certain heights I don't like. And they're like, you got to stand up, Marco. I crawled out, I crawled out. <laughs> The first show, I stood by the doorway yeah, and the lighting guy had to move the light. Yeah. <laughs> and my note was get all the way out. So that was my fear. Like, yeah. And then after that, didn't care. I, it, was, it was good. Um, Hannah Kenner, amazing. She so helped me through West End. She'd give me a little nudge over there. <laughs> Thank mm. you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Get to your yeah. place. <laughs> and... The whole team was great. So when I met everyone after the second week, because I did two weeks by myself, just like training. Then I met Bev and then I met everybody else. And then we all did it together. And they all wanted to see what I was doing for Mr. Mustafa's, what I was doing for the Rum Tum Tugger, how I was rapping in it as well. And I was like, what is rapping? What? 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 And I got to recreate my dance because... Originally, they were going to give me a dance. I was like, let me do a dance, please. Let me do a dance instead. Let me create it. Because <laughs> yeah. who's going to dance better for you? Like, who's going to, you or someone else, you know what yeah. you can do. And so Dame Jenny and Lynn allowed me to freestyle. And then she went, let me have that. And let me have that. And let me have that. Now, we know a blow-up move doesn't go after a blow-up move and a blow-up move. Yeah. You need a rest somewhere, right? Yeah. So I went blow-up, rest, Blow up, blow up, yeah. She went, no, no, can you do that? I, I could, I, I could try. Yeah. So we did, we did, and I did it every night. I died. I, I was dying because soon as my song finishes, I'm supposed to look like I'm not dying. I have to do the very last singing bit, yeah. While she's going, ah! I say to him, cut my mic quickly while she's doing that, so I can just go. <gasps> <laughs> yeah and they used to do it they used to catch me all the time I used, we used to have conversations get to know your sound guy anyone out there please get to know your sound guy when you are on stage they are your light and saviors and um as soon as i do my bit and go at the top i go off stage and i fall on the floor by mm. the stage everyone thinks i've run right away up no no i'm by the side of the stage i'm on the floor i'm there for a good 20 minutes because i'm not on stage for a bit yeah? Yeah. and i'm catching my breath <laughs> but it just, it was just so phenomenal. I can't say how much Cats is a family. Sick, man. Dane, Gillian Lynn, Tre- Sir Trevor Nunn, Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber, Chrissy Wright, Marina, our dance captain, well, you know, dance girl, um, artistic director's girl, to our dance captain from Matt to Gabby. Everybody is amazing at what they do. And I, the whole time I was there, I was like, I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. I kept saying that through the West End, I'm a fraud. And then when I went to, to um, what you call it, tour, um, I tried to sneak in a few classes. 
like Switzerland, snooking through classes. Why um, did you feel like a fraud? Everyone had trained, like really trained ballet, like really to, trained to get that job. Yeah, and their technique was just mm, mm. so. I'm out here, yeah, and everyone's forced to do two um, two pirouettes because of me mm. instead of three because my third one wasn't clean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone's legs had to come lower because my leg couldn't get that high. Mm. And they pushed me at the back on certain parts so that you wouldn't notice my leg couldn't get all the way up to 90. Yeah. You know, um, certain things. And there was a lot of dancers out there like, mm, but we respect you. And they did that for me. The West End not did that for me, and I, oh my god, I respect him for that. I used to train with Hannah Kenner, like you know, like warm up with her, and she's doing this over the head stretch, and she's white cap, so mm. yeah, <laughs> she like Sophia, she was a great white cat as well, but for me, Hannah Kenner is the best white cat I've ever seen, period, ever, mm. and I've watched a lot, and she's the only one that gets that leg up, goes on tiptoe as well with one leg in her head, it's like oh my god, on a rake, yeah. And they were just so warm into me. When we did the tour and the, um, the 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 European tour, they were they were they were warm to me as well. But I felt a bit more like I I understand a bit more. Mm, you've already done it for a year, you know. Yeah, but it's just I felt so much of a fraud when I was in the West End, and I kept trying to deny stuff. Oh, I'm not I'm not musical. I'm not musical. You know what I mean? I went and did a, a karaoke competition um, after a double a double show, <laughs> right? Saturday night. I won a karaoke, £5,000. Sick. Better than your gig money. Listen, my agent's like, you don't want paying, do you? <laughs> I was like, shut up. Of course I do. Um, yeah, came and killed the first round and killed the finals. Man. It was really the last, um, it was the last of the karaoke. Yeah, I made the end. And then the next week was the finals. And they loved how I, uh, my first song was uh, Kings of Leon. Oh, Texas yeah. Texas on fire, of course. Of course. Let the whole crowd sing it. Yeah, of course. The whole Don't crowd sings it. Everything went mental. They were like, this is the guy you can get the crowd going. It was a record deal. I was going to get a record deal in it from it, but they found out I was in cat. So like, mm. nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in the finals, even though I don't like Jason Derulo, I had no choice to sing a song. It was the only song that was left. So, you know, I'm the flight that you get on. And the girls are going crazy. So like, I right, do you in it? Like people Sick, sing. But um, yeah, so the whole cats experience was amazing. It took me around the world, like well, around Europe, I should mm. say. Uh, places I've never been before, like um Portofino, uh Basel, um we was in France and Germany, and I'd never been like certain places, and they took me there. Yeah, man. my face was on posters, even came back to England, Scotland. My face is on posters, my friends from Glasgow, like. Mark, no, don't even disrespect them with the accent. Don't try <laughs> like Mark, you know, Mark, I just seen your face on a poster. Do you know what I mean? And my mom was happy, and I was like, I need to call that kid that was in my school and be like, "Yo, listen, sorry for disrespecting you when you, we was young for singing that song, but I'm in a musical." <laughs> yeah, sick, man. It sounds like you've had an incredible journey. Like it's very inspiring, and I, I, I really commend you on having such a. I guess, well-ranged journey, you know, like you've experienced so much and I, I'm super excited to see what happens next once we get out of this situation and... Film a TV series that I wrote. Th that's right. And remember, you're white ginger guy, I'm here. Uh, I, I got you, I got you. <laughs> I'm I'm just going to flood the market 
with a lot of stuff. So when you see one project, know there's more. Sick, yeah? man. So I'm just developing and, you know what I mean, taking care of my daughter. This is giving me time with my daughter, this whole COVID thing. So I, I was supposed to be in a play, two plays last year, and I would have missed a lot mm. of her time. And I'm so happy and glad that I'm here. Well, it's beautiful, man. Time is a currency that we can't believe. You believe. know, just use. Do you know what I'm saying? People overestimate time. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot of it. No, we haven't. No. Bro, this has been beautiful. Yes, Thank you bro. so much for your time, for your Thank stories, you. <laughs> for entertaining us all. And uh, <laughs> I hope to catch up with you soon, bro. Like in the, definitely. In the real world. Oh, man, believe, believe. We definitely have to. Congratulations man. on your wife, your child, your new home. Thank Keep you. doing you. She put a ring on it. She, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the guy that tells everyone she proposed to you in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in a back brace proposed, when I proposed to her. It was a struggle. <laughs> yeah, no bend, no bending down. Oh, no, I got down. Just getting back up. Get back up. Bro. I filmed it as well. <laughs> Great. Yeah, sick. Like getting up like you're 87. Good for you, man. <laughs> but Bro, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, If you can send me the links for the thing on Amazon Prime, I'm going to look for it anyway. But if I don't find it, send me it so I can put it in the show notes for the listeners. No problem. No problem. My thank guy. You. Thank you so much, Markel. Marcel. Thanks, yes. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Love. Take care, yeah? All right, man. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends and family. One love. Peace. The Ins and Outs podcast with your host, Kane Silver.